This episode is brought to you by the Project Manga Patreon, the best way for viewers to support the project and allow us a means to keep providing new and quality content to our subscribers. Go to patreon.com slash projectmanga and find out more about the perks we have available to patrons, including early access to all of our content and exclusive videos like behind-the-scenes footage and additional manga reviews. That's patreon.com slash projectmanga. All right, let's get into the episode. Welcome back to the Project Manga Podcast, where we cover One Piece, My Hero, Black Clover, Marshall, Dr. Stone, and Jujutsu Kaisen, week to week. Back this week covering Weekly Shonen Jump, issue number 46. I'm your host, Eagle. Nox. And Mellow Yenis. And as always, before we get started, we would ask that you take a look in that description box down below where you can find links to any and all of our individual social media accounts, such as Twitter, online you know, communities, such as Discord. Whatever auto-listening platform you usually consume podcasts on, you can find us there, as well as links to support the podcast, as such as our Patreon or our online store. So, with all those words said, how you guys feel about this weekend jump? It's a pretty good one. No one piece. No one piece. And everything else was super straightforward, but they were there's a bunch of bangers in here. So. It felt really quick, like yeah. super quick. Each chapter, like I, my, like I was looking at the time, you know, streamed of my reaction after mm-hmm. i was done i was like damn this yep. is crazy because yeah. i read five Everything. chapters yeah, yeah five chapters that you know without one piece and then the elusive samurai and undead and luck as well in like an hour and 20 minutes i'm like yeah, what? that's quick that's like they usually quicker. go for about two hours yeah sometimes, sometimes you'd be hitting like two and a half yeah i feel like a lot of these chapters were high intensity high action but if you like broke down the actual amount of fictional time passed very short sure. like this was that like i feel like um if you hit that movie part it's the choreographed fight it's like three minutes and it's like a big portion of the budget let's go like oh very yeah flashy <laughs> but like not super substantive yeah, um, yeah. it's just, it's more like action it's going to transition into something to like a larger yeah. chapters i feel like and yeah. we're at super ha- uh, action heavy points in like all of these stories too so mm-hmm. it's like we're gonna right, see a yeah. lot of that right now i almost feel like a lot of the chapters have been syncing up in that way too because like yeah last week it was like huge reveals huge reveals huge reveals okay like let's go next arc let's go next arc it's like all right all right all right right." now it's like yeah they do be kind of they do be kind of syncing up like setup chapters action chapters lore you know were like big reveal chapters they all kind of like all well and i feel like they kind of all try to ramp up towards the end of the year because they have a lot of like events and holidays and shit and Oh, sure. a, big, a big break so they usually try and ramp up to a really climactic point towards the end of the year so they can end on like a big reveal or a big event yeah. um, before they get the two week break and then they also come back with a banger man the planning for that has got to be like so intensive from like a right. narrative standpoint like scripting and shit like holy shit well you know when you got editors up your ass trying to plan true. the shit as well it true, makes true. it a little bit easier I guess yeah almost. for sure um but with all those words said, I guess, you know, we're a little bit, we're rambling a little bit, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it's all, it's all good. It's a conversation. Mm-hmm. Chapter 162 of Jujutsu Kaisen, Tokyo number one colony part two. And here goes <laughs> Gay Gay fucking his fucking, uh, fucking their chapter ability, chapter naming ability up again. 
They really? said uh, in some kind of interview or like uh, post jump uh, note that the authors put in, like, oh, the Shibuya incident uh, messed up my ability to name chapters. Oh, <laughs> no way. Because <laughs> it was just he's Shibuya like, incident I, part. He's like, I just like, ran out of names. That's hilarious. <laughs> he got to like part like 150 or some shit in Shibuya incident. Not really, but it was like. Or no, 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 like no. 30 chapters. That's like so 30, long. Yeah, 30 or 40, I feel like. Yeah, it was, uh, it it was like pretty high. It felt like 30 chapters. Yeah, 100. He's like, yeah, no, my arc ran longer than most manga's debut, <laughs> <laughs> debut run. Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh <laughs> They're all God. named part one, part two, part three. <laughs> Holy shit. But uh, I don't know, as lame as, as lame as some people might think this this dude's technique is, I, I, I kind of, I don't know, I'm fond of any technique that kind of gives you the ability to fly, right? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, this one, you know, seems a little more applicable in combat than the jet hair chick, right? Like the jet hair is cool, a little cooler aesthetically, obviously, but like combat applications, this one seems a little better. You know, you can like increase the density of the blades, make them harder, and then obviously mess with the size like that. Yes, that actually seems pretty dope. He had usually like oh a couple times, like damn, like ah, yeah, about to slice his shit. I started, um, I started to really respect the dude's technique a little bit more on like pages like six and seven. Like when I when I actually saw the shit ripping through the corridor and just like yeah, tearing shit apart, yeah. I was like, oh wait, okay, this is actually kind of nasty. I just remembered yeah. why I said because we were clowning. I, hold on, on I just remembered why time. I just remembered why I said part one hundred and fifty. I was just rewatching old episodes and you accidentally said like shibuya incident part like 156 or some shit in the intro <laughs> of an episode and like me you and kiko and nick just busted out laughing it's a false uh, narrative no i'm serious okay sorry sorry anyway back to the back to the comment in the con- <laughs> it happened but let's get back to the let's get back to the chapter <laughs> but nah man yeah we were clowning bro like we were like what the fuck is this we like Who's got the yeah. Who's got the propeller hat in the in the Peanuts crew? Somebody in the Peanuts crew. Oh, yeah. it's like yeah. Tweedledee, Tweedledum. Just like, yeah, some shit like that. Yeah, yeah Dumb, and, know, Dumb and Dumber, I think, has one too yeah. at like one point. But so goofy, and I was just yeah. like, bro, I can't take this guy seriously. Yeah. Um, Until that page turned into six and seven, and I was like, oh he shit, this actually seemed rods. really dangerous. Yeah, yeah, he is very dangerous. But like again, we see Yuji just like calm, collected. Super like calm. he's just another day at work. Like you see his face like in these panels just right away. Page like one, top panel, middle panel on page two. He's calm. Yeah. Bottom left on three. You know what I'm saying? He's oh, chilling. Like four, he's a little shook, but then he's back in it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He's like, okay, I check these blades now. I feel him. Yeah. He's really coming into to his uh coming into his own. You know what I mean? These last couple of well, I mean, ever since the Shibuya incident, obviously. I mean, seen, after that Mahito fight. Right, right, right. He <clears throat> he's really just like, okay my emotions don't really have a place here mm-hmm. i can compartmentalize he's learned how to compartmentalize after just how chaotic that was right. well he's just like after fighting not, at that speed it's just like you know yeah, yeah. not only that but him. like he's mentally damaged he's a different person after that shibuya incident shit and he's i hardened. feel like i feel like he never got any real closure with the mahito shit because mahito got like sucked up by ghetto before his eyes mm-hmm. like yeah. he never really got to no. carry his vengeance through Sure. If that makes sense, like he yeah. beat his ass, right? And he yeah. had Mahito like on the run, like scared. Mm-hmm. But 
at the end of the day, he never really got to finish it. And he, yeah. he, just he definitely didn't get any closure. He um, just watched Mahito I, like get yeah. sucked up, and then Geto was like, My! He released <laughs> a big ass charge of his technique. Like, damn. Yeah. Plus, Thanks. he got like Bye. a lot of like really crazy reveal stuff for Yuji, and like a lot of like plot twisty like shit that like has affected his psyche. Like, rattled him. Following that and rattled him. But like, ever since the like, I now understand my role panel versus like Choso, we've been seeing like a hardening of Yuji's you know outlook i want to say like he really on like he really thinks he understands exactly what he's supposed to do in these situations whenever he needs help with you know some kind of uh, mode of thinking he'll hit up megumi or some other kind of like more oh, intellectual yeah. character that's around but as soon as he knows what he's supposed to do he's all business now you know what i mean like he just yeah. does the damn thing he's really acclimated to being a sorcerer yeah. in the jujitsu world right and you can and see it and i also yeah. feel like um like a, he didn't get closure, and B, he hasn't gotten any like emotional help, right? Because like, yeah. his mentors are gone. Nanami is dead. Yeah. Uh, Gojo is sealed. Like, his confidants are gone. Yeah, yeah like, like Nobara is still like, where the fuck is she at? She's yeah, dead as far no as idea. we know. Mm. Yeah, I feel she's like she's MIA. I feel like everybody's holding on to hope that like she's alive, but I feel like like we we're supposed to take it as maybe she died and then. Gage, out of respect for the fans, just isn't going to show her. Like, no, that's honest. not respect. That's fuck no. I, no, I, you want to see her like messed up corpse? I don't want to see a messed up corpse, but no. some kind of confirmation either way would be yeah, incredible. Yeah, like, yeah, come yeah. on, man. Like, that's so vague, dude. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Honestly, like, I, know I was kind she's probably I thought she might end up being like a Rika situation mm. where she comes back as a curse. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to get into like Nobara's like theory like to that degree like that'd be insane. I never. Th that's about my that thing because like, like I was like, well, I feel like like she just seemed like she died so. I'm. It seemed so confident to say Abruptly, she died because like, like like it was so brutal. Like I was like, I feel like she died. Like everything that like I observed points to death. I don't want that to be. I want there to be a level of plot armor. Even There's if they two have major to be points. There's two major points in her like current situation. One, the last time that we actually like saw her body was when Nita did the the technique that like suspends her damage in place and says like mm -hmm. so like she was about to die, but I basically just locked her damage down to where it can't get worse. Hopefully we can get her somewhere and get her treated and everything will be cool. Mm -hmm. And then that's what gave us all the most hope, really. And then yeah. you get the Yuta and Megumi and um and Yuji conversation where Yuji's like, what's up with Nobara? And he just kind of like looks down and like looks sad and like shakes his head or some shit, implying that she's dead or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, that's still too vague. You know what I mean? So even if that was the case, I don't think Gege would execute the confirmation of her death in that way. So like, Dude. that's why I think she's still alive. Otherwise, like why she do might it be like in a that? coma or something like something, that based on like the amount of damage. Yeah. And then I could see like based off her, um, like cursed ability to like transmit cursed energy over a distance sure. it'd be really funny if um while in a coma she's like doing like a little chucky type thing mm. so there's like a little chibi <laughs> no bar going oh run around with a God, hammer that'd be hilarious be i'd love that i don't know if that I'd fits in that. with like the our style, understanding of like, the energy or the style but like that would be ridiculous because we've had like mechamaru yeah. in that sense where That's he's right projecting his stuff so like i don't think but it's that's like, his it's actual not an technique unusual, though isn't it yeah yeah but it's like not an unusual method right too. right so i was like it's, ah maybe yeah. maybe definitely not um, impossible you never know but like i don't know how i, I feel just, about I, that. I worry that she's dead 
And yeah. if she's dead, she's a sorcerer. She probably has regrets. And then yeah. that's why I think she might become like a curse, like Rika or something. I like really that. just hope she's not um, dead. Oh my God. But, but like, yeah. back to the chapter. Yes, yes. This helicopter guy, he goes hard. He's tough. He's scary. Um, but yeah, no, after Ma the Mahito fight, like, Yuchi just isn't really phased by yeah. anything anymore. Yep, so you gotta go. Like, oh, boom. yeah. Ooh. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'm just gonna hit the center. Just calmly Dead deduces on. every situation, it seems like, and yeah. proceeds as necessary. I love the diagram on the bottom right panel of eight. Yeah. Where it's like, no matter how tough it is, the head remains its vital spot. So if I can hit him there and it shows like, okay, don't try to fight him like this. But if he comes at you like this, punch him in the top of the fucking dome. And he came right at him in the perfect way. So that's cool mm -hmm. to get that like alternate scenario of what could have been a problem for Yuji but he just didn't have to experience that i mean he did actually kind of because he he was kind of in that spot on four when he does like the splits to evade when he was ducking yeah 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 so so yeah so i think that's actually just him going okay i cannot fight him that way again like that's a little right. bit too risky but he's coming at me straight on so i'm about to just steal off his ass like yeah. straight on you know and then he hits oh, him with man. this kick this beautiful kick on 11 and like you know the panel afterwards is like showing him like bringing the leg down that very common martial arts you know scene where a oh, dude yeah. just gets his very shit bruce kicked lee. in very bruce lee exactly i just love seeing that every time it's used sanji's got how, it a lot yeah i yeah. love how the copter guy he's like it's like ah oh, did you break your fist looks like you're the loser of this fight and it's and he's got hit so hard that he's like missing teeth. He might have a concussion, which might add to the speech impediment. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. he got his head caved in a little bit. Yeah, bro. Holy shit. Oh man, he's <laughs> like, no, my my hand's fine. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah, a little scuffed up. It's, yeah. You know, whatever. What a beast, bro. Holy shit. I love that. Mm. And then we got Buddy. He's like, yo, long time no see. You remember me? And I think he's just trying. I don't know if he legitimately like thinks that like him and Yuji have ever had an interaction before or if he's just using you know the we used to go to school we were boys back in the day a little bit to kind of try to throw Yuji off or try to get him to mm -hmm. just to just be like oh yeah I think I remember you or something like that leading him into a false sense of security I think he only knows Yuji because of his notoriety after Shibuya so like yeah. like I think that that's kind of like what's going on and he's just trying to be a little bitch about it maybe there's a little bit I, more to it I, I don't know but I genuinely think he's like knows him not because of his notoriety in the jujutsu world but like sure. he calls him the tiger of west junior oh High. yeah like he, he totally he does gets say him that. with the middle school nickname and he's yeah. just like i didn't choose that name Fuck that i'm oh, so embarrassed man. i forgot about that right. that's right he totally does and say so that like him. i'm glad that kind of confirms my guess yeah. about him just being like an old classmate but this goes further in the past than we thought right. um i do like that oh man and the guy seems surprisingly calm too, which is like kind of keeps me suspicious of him. Yeah. Um, which just deepens as the chapter goes. He's like, oh, he's suspicious. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I think, thing. I think, um, yeah. Oh, wait. So then we go to Remy. We go to yeah. Remy and Megumi again. And like, okay, so I, I want to, I'm wondering if, because remember how we were talking about the possibility that she could be trying to lure him into some kind of like, technique based like spell or like binding vow mm -hmm. or whatever the fuck we were talking about before but like just wasn't able to meet the conditions or something i'm wondering if like if if it's like a two-part system because she says will you be my knight and then he literally says yes to that and then ever since then he keeps calling her you 
and she's like stop calling me you and they're making a really big point to like keep bringing up the fact that he is not calling her by her name and she's like upset about that so like what if mm -hmm. like the second part of that condition is you have to call her by her name or something and as soon as he calls her by her name he's like fucked or something because like you could see it on like 14 yeah he, you know he's like hey you you're not a sorcerer from the past and he's like why do i seem frumpy and she's like stop calling me you and she's like got a bead of mm -hmm. sweat coming down as if she's like frustrated like this motherfucker is really not saying she my name thinks it. yeah yeah or she thinks it right but she's like she's really stressed out that he's not calling her by her name and that could just be because she wants to be called by her name like whatever but like i'm just like sitting here like squinting my eyes like Nah, on page bruh. 16 as well he says wait you yeah tell me where you're going and she's like stop calling me you yeah they keep doing gets, it gets aggressive about it yeah know? yeah so so i'm wondering if like when he finally is like yo remy she's gonna be like mm -hmm. and then like some shit's about to be different you know so like yeah that's kind of like where i'm going with that which i think would be insane um otherwise like she hasn't even like had to use her scorpion tail hair yet either which is like another thing that I'm waiting to see from her character too. Yeah. Like maybe by acknowledging her, it like helps her hair pierce like regular defenses, like standardized curse defenses. Oh, sure. So like, and like, like in folklore, names do have power, right? Like if you know a devil's name, you can command it, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, like, it, like there's a lot of um, fantasy where if you know a wizard's name like you say black company by glenn cook uh if you know a wizard's name you can invoke it and cause them pain and like weaken them rumpelstiltskin so, or whatever doesn't that fit yeah there? exactly yeah, rumpelstiltskin yeah. it's it's in there like names do have power yeah that's um, right wow so i think there's that um i feel like she might actually be um a sorcerer from the past mm. a little bit you do just like maybe it's just like the sweat beads just like hey wait why do you think i'm why do you think i'm from the past oh shit is he on to me like oh that sure kind of thing. yeah 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 um just a touch yeah. um Got a possibility then, out there yeah and then it's like stop spend time it's like spend time pondering uh what was it uh so stop thinking in terms of past and present sorcerers like maybe like, what page, she's like hey what page i don't want this again uh page 15 stop thinking about in terms of past and present sorcerers and part of me is just like is that a way of her trying to bury the issue oh sure but it makes like, sense because there's logic there it's like dude we've been playing this game for 12 days like you got to stop looking at it as regular sorcerers would do this yeah. older sorcerers would do this it's literal chaos now and everyone's just being shitty so like like don't spend too much time thinking about who could be a past sorcerer and who might not be everyone is kind of behaving on a similar wavelength right now just because of the game yeah yeah so if she is being sneaky, then she's like telling like enough of the truth and going enough along with his logic to where she can like manage it because like that's the best way to lie is to incorporate logic and some truth in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if she's really best stringing lies him along, right? Some truth. And if she really is stringing him along right now, then like that's such a huge feat for for Remy because Megumi is no slouch sharp up, up here. Yeah, you know what he I mean? Is like so he sharp. is absolutely one of the sharpest tools in the shed. So like that's pretty that's i pretty do <laughs> i do like the interaction she's like hey what's to stop you from bumping off as soon as i do it's like but what if you die before we get there hey you gotta protect me it's like yeah, yeah but just in case <laughs> and stop calling me you like that doesn't even fit there like like what you wanted him to call 
Or wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Did he say it? Like I said, you've got to protect me. Yeah. And stop calling me you. Yeah, but if you die before we get there, and then she's like, stop calling me you, it's like, you fits there. Like, but if yeah. Remy die before we get there, like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, she's exactly. really driving she's home really this you shit. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that, like, she's I'm yelling at him it. for not using her name in a situ in a, in a sentence where it doesn't even make sense now. So, like, she's really trying to get this guy to say her name. What was that? Well, I guess I took that as her referring to the one, the panel up above where he says, wait, you. Oh, there we go. Yeah, no, you're mm, totally right. That's Sorry. Tracks, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But still. That's, that's super see, tracks, yeah. It tracks, but it's still like, I feel like we're on to something. I yeah. feel like we are on to something with this, with this you shit. And like you said, it would be a bigger feat for her to deceive Megumi. Mm -hmm. And most of the people would be... Um, I believe someone even said this in my reaction chat, uh, like, you know, Yuji is kind of some, we would all assume he's the easier one to deceive and he kind of gets involved with the shittier side of things most times. Right. So everybody was like, oh yeah, he'll probably be the one that the traitor's with. But I think since it would be a bigger feat to fool Megumi here and, yeah. you know, we're kind of onto something with this you shit. Yeah. I think, I think it's Remy. Plus, as like, much as I, yeah. As much as I don't want it to be Remy because I'm, you know, I like her a little more than this other guy. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty privileged, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I see you raise the it could be them. I think it's both of them. I think they're both being deceitful. Sure. Um, because that would be funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think it'd just be purely funny um, because they're both really suspicious. Like, Remy's way more suspicious than Amai. Yeah. And then... I still think Amai is pretty shifty too, because he's like, he's pretty calm and collected. He's like, oh, I'm just the gopher. I'd have been killed off anyway. I'm yeah. good. I just leave him. Don't worry about him. Like, and he's clearly very going. submissive to like oppression. You know what I mean? Like, if you're like on his, like if you're stronger than him and you want him to do something, like, is he really going to fight you on that? He's probably just going to take the side. You know, that means that his life is prolonged. You know, or mm -hmm. his health is prolonged. You know what I mean? More so, willing like, to betray people. More willing to betray people, like depending on like what he thinks is best for his well-being. You know what I mean? So, like, if you're mm -hmm. being, you know, if, if if there is a, you know, if someone's got him in a situation where he can't really do anything, he's probably going to do whatever they say. You know what I mean? So, but I don't yeah. know about like Yuji. Intellectually, he's obviously not on par with Megumi, but I think that what they represent are like kind of. Um, I don't want to say two Logic sides. Logic and instinct? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, he's a lot more instinctual. So whereas Megumi will get to the bottom of your deceit and figure it out and then outplay you up here, Yuji will just cave your shit in at the first sign of suspect activity. You know he's what I mean? Like, so it's like... He's just like, I, don't, I didn't trust you from the beginning. Yeah, it's know, like man. if you like, say something like, sus to Yuji, he's just going to fucking jaw your shit or something, you know? But Megumi mm -hmm. will be like, all right, I got to figure out exactly how they're lying to me, exactly how to counterplay, you know? And he'll play along with you a little bit longer before, before fucking your shit up, you know what I mean? So I don't know, man. I think either way they're gonna all go to the same spot and they'll probably, probably yeah you know like and this is clearly higuruma at the end right yeah i think so yeah yeah i think oh I yeah think that's the guy I, I, sure. I thought yeah. i think I thought this higuruma is... was the uh judge guy the lawyer no oh my god is it no way i thought it was hold on yeah, I think, you're, Higuru... I think you might be right, actually. I just completely... Because Higurumo is the lawyer. It is! Oh my god, yeah. I feel so stupid. Okay, yeah, so this is no, a new character. That's why I think it's actually uh, yeah, wrong. Wow. Because um, they're like, Ikeburo and Shinjuku, um, uh, one of our members of our Discord brought it up. Uh, I think Rono Homo. Uh, he said he thinks that Higurumo is actually in Chiyoda, where a lot of the courthouses and stuff are actually are. Mm-hmm. 
And so part of me thinks that both Remy and Amai are on the same kind of team, or at least network, sure. and they work for this guy um, because of... I was thinking the little chips that he has on top of... Um, these receipts, uh, or some of these receipts. receipts yeah. they, they, they seem like paperweights, but also at the same time, they seem significant. Um, they yeah. reminded... They, I didn't see like the top, like writing on them, but they reminded me of this form of like Chinese chess system. Mm. And she said knight. Mm. So she said knight, will you be my knight? And I thought, oh, hey, you know, there's She's this thing. And then I... And then oh, there's wow. there's a there's a the there's an actual knight pawn in this Chinese version of chess, um, very similar. And then also the kind of like circular ring kind of matches Amai's hat. Oh wow! Okay, now okay. It, it's, it's a it's a hat with a circle on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so I was like, oh, maybe it's that, maybe it's this, and maybe you know they're all in on it. You definitely never um, know how the mangaka is going to use the imagery to tell a story before it's actually revealed in exposition. So, like, that's really cool to think about. I definitely... I, I'm, I'm thinking of, like, why, like, this dude is just looking at a bunch of receipts, though. Like, yeah, I'm wondering know. the same thing. Like, that definitely seems like some serial killer shit. So, like, <laughs> goes along with <laughs> yeah. why he would be trying to lead people here to, put, you know, uh, seemingly, you know, you, do, you would assume he's got ill intent he's yeah. probably trying to kill you i mean with like the clotheslines with the paper clips with like the other receipts and stuff it gives off like huge um like spider vibes in the middle of his web kind of thing and it's like yeah. oh these debts are the flies trapped in my web and what if once he's you like... owe me i own you or he's that like a, what if he's like a business owner and his technique has to do with like Taxes, keeping, uh, keeping all his taxes and receipts in fucking line, bro. And he fucking these are death receipts Yo. from all the people he's killed. Or maybe if taxes. you owe him, if you owe him money, then like he controls you. And these are all the receipts of people who like owe him money. Yeah, these are the yeah. tabs of people. And these are so all his little minions. That's exactly that's that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, he just seems like a guy that's like like his power might be related to like racking up a tab with him and then interest accrues. That kind of thing. Um, Damn, that's like crazy when you think of like Hikari, who's like all about money and like business and like gambling. It's like really easy to like get in debt when you like lose like at gambling and yeah. shit. You know what I mean? So it's like this is all starting to kind of feel like it's connecting, which is wild. Obviously, we got to wait for way more information from Gege. But like, this is a cool conversation right now because it's like I yeah. have no idea what to think of. I clearly thought he was Higuruma. So I'm going into this conversation like, what is going yeah, me on? Me and Knox both look like ducks dude. right now. <laughs> like literally, he thought it was here, and and somebody was asking, like one of you was like, Knox was like, this is Higaruma, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I was like, it's, it's, it's obviously <laughs> this guy. You're like, hell yeah, bro. <laughs> with conviction, I'm like, yeah. Oh, thank God Mello's here, because like if it was just me and you or something, we would have rode that shit into the sunset. <laughs> like, it's Higaruma, yeah. And then Twitter just pops out of the bushes. Get him! It's an ambush. Nah, no, com no, comment comment sections would have tore us the fuck up. Y'all are so <laughs> Like I'm unsubscribing. <laughs>
You're frauds! Pistol, pa 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 pa. You don't even read. <laughs> oh man, I'm like so thankful no. for this setting when discussing like manga and shit though, because it's like Absolutely. someone will say one thing and then like there's a chance that the other person will be like, oh uh, wait though, and then it's like, oh, okay. Oh yeah. Our credibility I mean, is like a little I've, bit salvaged here. I'm usually off base when it comes to One Piece, just straight up. I'm just like, what about this? And they're like, no, no, no. That was like maybe three years ago, dude. I oh know. sure, sure, yeah. So you know, we 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 supplement each other's shortcomings to some degree yeah which is nice absolutely absolutely yeah. um, so wait, is, is it one of these two places that the courthouses are uh no uh the guy from our discord rona i think he said that the courthouses tend to be in chioda which well, would yeah, be that's right. that's in the other that. colony so megumi's oh, wow. going to shinjuku and is going to ikaburo yeah Ikabukuro. in the wrong colony uh, that's that's my thinking i think that'd be really funny. yeah i was sitting here um, going like i bet you they're gonna all end up at the same place and it's like no they're gonna be in two completely different spots i think it's really interesting to get them all split up because like we know their teamwork is so good that yeah. like having I, and also i like that it's gonna be able to showcase their growth since that point yeah, yeah because they're just so like, they're low solo as fuck. power yeah mm -hmm. and i want to see how that works i want to see how they work individually like how their their thought processes mm -hmm. go forward like i'm really excited to see how yuji just handles this um very gray spectrum of morality that this kind of scenario will engender yeah, yeah sure as opposed to like and it definitely raises stuff yeah like what is yeah. yuji going to do when he realizes that someone who is not directly attacking him and threatening his life is like on fuck shit you know what i mean like obviously you think he'll just like knock him out or whatever but like is it is it going to get to a point where it's like okay i cannot afford to be double crossed in these moments like this is all life or death highest stakes we've probably had so far so it's like if you're going to be running around here on fuck shit like this like should i just end this person you know should what i, I mean snap like the weasel's neck yeah like, type shit you know what i mean which will be like probably the next leg of you know or of the adventure for for yuji's moral development you know what is i mean is this like, the slow descent yeah from yuji's madness yeah or and maybe not even madness maybe just cold calculating you know utilitarianism you know what i mean, I mean like, isn't that a form of madness i guess because, I, I mean yeah. we uh like that time we talked about where the the root word for android came from yeah right? that's a form of madness yeah. where the guy is just like oh yeah i can't sit because the kids are screaming and they're like because it bothers you it's like no it's just annoying and yeah it's like, oh damn like that level of coldness is a form of madness like, yeah. to me if you get if you guys um, didn't know the android concept from philip k dick came from nazis his time just reading Nazi journals, studying World War II, and he was like, yeah. "Holy shit! This is this is a human with no empathy." Android was born from mm -hmm. that, so like that's really cool piece of history. But oh man, uh, I just feel like um, this character in the end, at, like eighteen nineteen, um, with his like giant tattoo on the ground, he seems like like a yakuza, right? Like. He seems like those, uh, like those yakuza guys or um, kinemen men or something like that. They're um, yakinemen. They're, they're basically loan sharks. <laughs> yeah. They're like the loan shark guys, right? Yeah, they're like sure, low-level sure. gangsters. They loan shark people with like weird contracts and like insane percentages of stuff. 
and just yep. own people's Super lives. high APRs and shit, yeah. Yeah, like those payday loans, but yeah. like mm-hmm. even more thuggish. Yeah. Oh, God, that's He just seems evil. like that kind of guy because like the super yeah. long hair, he's got that kind of like chin strap stuff going on, like the, the big tattoo, yeah. kind of cut, lean, mean loan processing machine kind yeah. of guy like the kanji saying like indomitable is really cool just as a tattoo but i mm-hmm. know that it has to like give us a hint as to like what the fuck he's going for entirely maybe even all the way up to like how his curse technique operates because if we're talking about you know debt repayment and you know forced servitude because of debt then like indomitable I don't know. Indomitable wills is kind of like what comes to like mind. You know what I mean? And it's like you just like he's just like you can't, you can't outwill this person. You yeah. know what I mean? It's I mean, kind of... it means like impossible to defeat or subdue. Yeah. And like so, peerless. like, what what if it is a reference to the amount of debt that he can curse you with? It is an indomitable amount of debt that you cannot climb over, that you cannot pay off. And that's his whole methodology. Then then it would have to be like something to do with maybe APR then would be like a pretty, pretty, but then that's like totally Hakaware from Hunter Hunter. Yes, that's what (laughs) I was thinking. It's like a little bit of Hakaware and then like that um, Leal guy where he could like, oh, you owe me a favor and then he could borrow people's net abilities, that kind of thing. Yeah, Hagia slash Leol. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking something like that. And like like the most recent chapters with like the... The colony games and stuff have been giving me massive Hunter x Hunter vibes. So I was yeah. like, all right, I can see it coming. Like, my brain is already in that mentality. This shit is chock full of references. That could be why we really time. haven't yeah. seen any abilities from the scorpion hair chick. Or oh, their powers because, are locked. Because oh, they're trying to get their no. powers back. Oh, yo. Hey. That's really funny. Oh, I like my that. God. I like That's that That's, like, lot. really cool to think about. But then also... That kind of like throws a monkey wrench in our in our idea of like well maybe not because because, because if her curse holder, technique he is could the wave hair it. well like if her curse technique is the hair and she's trying to trap him in some kind of like extra spell outside of that which you would assume would be a binding vow even though binding vows haven't really operated on this level you know in the series before it's just like so like head scratchy because it's like if her abilities are if her if her if her hair is the technique. And that's locked away. So she's trying to do this night Remy stuff, you know, like to force like some other kind of situation. Then like that would make a lot of sense that her powers are locked by whatever debt she's in, you know, indentured to, you know, for this for this indomitable yeah. tattoo guy. Like maybe but she's then, borrowing a power from another person. I just don't, man. I just feel like there's just not know. enough information to like say or, too much. Yeah. I mean, this kind of plays into the whole like theme of this colony game right like you don't know enough about these things Mm. when you look at everything with suspicion you see threats everywhere that kind of thing so like i do like that 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 this colony start has like really engendered that because we're just like oh what's what if it's this what if it's this it's like am i just experiencing the paranoia that the characters would feel and i'm trying to wonder if like the, the the circumstance itself like being in the culling game has any effect on like how cursed energy moves throughout the space of the barrier you know what i mean or like how it operates you know because like yeah. what made me kind of think about it is like when 
when they first walked through the barrier and they got separated, it's like that was something that wasn't included in the rules. Like it was just something that like, you know, was added as a, you know, thing in the game. Like, yeah. but wasn't shared with the people. Oh, like you know what added I mean? a rule. Like, Maybe not even added a rule. I, th I think it was literally just, just uh, Ghetto not, yeah, like just Ghetto not telling you everything. He's like, y'all aren't going to come in here squatted I, up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Run. But I'm also not going to tell you that you're going to be separated as soon as you come into the colony, because if, they, if it did say that, then Megumi and Yuji wouldn't have been confused. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when it happened, you know what I mean? So, which is like a really positive thing I want to say, like whenever there is a added element that helps one side that like, because like for, for, for an arc like the calling game, when it's like, these are the rules, this is how it works. And everyone's talking about that for chapters leading up to it. You want to feel like you have a really good understanding of what's going on before you go into the situation. That's true for us. And that's true for Yuji and Megumi. But then they walk into the colony and they're instantly separated. They're like, whoa, we didn't know this was a thing. How come we didn't know about this? And it's like when it, when it, when it's the antagonist that gets extra things out of nowhere it feels good because it adds stakes you don't want that on the on the mm -hmm. opposite end you don't want the protagonist to pull something out of their back pocket that helps them in a situation that was never established before because then that's going to feel hand wavy it's going to feel like a deus ex machina it's not positive but like mm -hmm. any kind of extra stakes given to the protagonist any kind of extra hurdles or obstacles makes it more you know compelling like instantly because you're like this is a new thing for them to overcome which is totally fine ones. Buff the buff the villains as much as you want, but like don't do that for you know the heroes. Yeah. So like I I appreciated that when we started the calling game, but I'm kind of like rambling now. But anyway, going back to what I was saying originally about how there could be other not known information about the game that doesn't just affect what happens when you enter the colony, but also could potentially affect how cursed energy operates. But that would be weird considering that this seems like very personalized cursed energy related discussions for the characters involved so would the games like you know would the game influencing cursed energy in any kind of way actually like work for someone individually inside of their own you know cursed techniques i don't fucking know that seems um, like it would be kind of weird but i just thought i'd throw the idea are out there anyway. you guys familiar with the concept of goo like gu goo um, it's it's been dropped in a couple mangas before that i've seen but it's basically an old chinese folklore thing as like an assassination myth where they would take like centipedes and snakes and scorpions and spiders and all these poisonous things and then dump them in a jar and then once th it would basically kill each other inside this jar and then the, the most... one thing would be the most poisonous creature they literally and talk they, about that in jujutsu kaisen don't they weren't we getting shit like that in the fucking like maki arc the maki mini arc before he went on break i swear to god they used that reference i think the last jujutsu time i kaisen. saw that was yeah. in hunter x hunter um oh. with the chimera ant arc a little okay. bit i think um her dad was talking about that with the cursed beast that he released her into yeah and, he was like, yeah, we got all these things down here and only the strongest emerge because they just freely, you know, devour all the weaker ones. Other. And then, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's something that like Naraku used in like Inuyasha, I think. Yeah, I think. And it's, 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 it's used in a lot of series and it's a really cool concept as kind of like a, like a funneling of power. And I feel like that's kind of one of the reasons Kenjaku is doing the whole thing in the first place is to elevate 
curse users. Like, curse u- cursed power oh, comes wow. from, what, negative emotion? Yeah. Well, if you're in a game where you're going to kill each other and you're losing empathy for everyone around you and are suspicious of everyone around you, and given an arena where you can freely use your ability to hone your own combat ability, you're going to get better by default. Right, right. So I feel like this whole colony thing was meant to elevate that kind of stuff. Like the whole like Petri dish thing, right? Like they're adding elements to this thing and like this germ will evolve. This virus will evolve. This curse will evolve. They're trying to grow something in this Petri dish. Yeah. Um, And, and, and we also know that Kenjaku is like actually trying to like find like the next stage of evolution or something mm -hmm. along those lines. Right. Based on his like, um, because they always tied it back to, like, the conversation that Ghetto and Yuki had back in, like, Hidden Inventory about, like, there's two ways to kind of deal with this. Either kill everyone that doesn't have cursed energy or, like, you know, bring everyone to the point where they don't need cursed energy anymore. I don't know. It's been a while since I've... Either I've everyone like, has cursed energy or no one does. Yeah, something like that. You know what I mean? And then we were talking about the possibilities that Yuki's real intentions could be trying to upgrade everyone to positive energy instead of cursed energy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that, like, that's, like, the missing factor that Kenjaku, like, doesn't realize is a possibility. So he's trying to do this, like, goo technique to kind of, like, bring people up to that next pinnacle. You know what I mean? So that he can either take that mm-hmm. body or whatever. You know what I mean? But th- it was a cool conversation that we had yeah. back in the day when the conversations were a lot more relevant. But um... Or um, he's trying to bring all these coarse people and by putting them in places where they will definitely die with regrets, he's trying to cultivate even stronger curses to add yeah. to his Uzumaki spiral. Jesus Christ. Like, I mean, the guy's efficient. He's not going to yeah. waste any parts. Period. Right, 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 right. Um, so a little bit of both, A and B, maybe an unmentioned C. I don't know. The man, the man's mastermind. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. I think, um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't have anything it. else for Jujutsu Kaisen. I was just gonna say I think I'm good on Jujutsu this week. I think that we like squeezed blood out of a rock or whatever the fucking like the term is. I think I'm yeah. I totally just butchered that and it's not yeah. even close to that. But you know what I mean. I think we got a, yeah. enough out of the conversation based on like what the contents of the chapter was. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to expect. Amai is the shiftiest one in my opinion. But that's yeah, just for me. sure. Well, with that, I think we can go ahead and jump right into chapter 214 of Dr. Stone. Stone World's Earth Defense Force. And we get this beautiful color cover of uh, the gang, you know, Zeno, Senku, Yuzriha, Taiju, and uh, the reliable Luna. Uh, Also Magma. Magma. Magma up top, yep. Is Magma like full beard right now? No. Nah, he's just. Kind oh of funny no! Okay, yeah, no, yeah, he's no. He's clean. It's the. Uh, it was just zoomed out, and then like his smile went into his hair. That's like hanging yeah, it's the down. Weird frowny face. So it like, yeah, like, it like made me think that was the outline of like some kind of beard or something. But mm-hmm. Senku's cool... chin seems a little off though. Like. Yeah, yeah, a off, off center a little bit, if you know what I mean. You know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do see it now that you said. And like something. you see this, the line, like. On the right side of his, well, on our right, his left side of his face, you see the curvature in the chin line, and on the on the other side, it just seems yeah. less 
Yeah, now that I zoom in, it's like not as, but like, no, zoomed out when you said that. I was like, wait a minute, is his chin kind of off center? <laughs> this is like information, like this is shit that just doesn't matter. But <laughs> it's like, it's Boichi huh. fam, like he can't miss, no matter, even if he I does. Know, I mean, not, <laughs> it, it just seems not fully yeah. symmetrical. Like yeah, his, for sure. His chin is a little off. Yeah, it but, does have well, like kind of like a lopsided look to it. That's inconsequential, it's a mm -hmm. cover. Right, right, right. But yeah, man. Um, this chapter was great as a follow-up to the yeah. last one. This was so badass when they're just like, all right, yes. step up, step a couple feet back. I love that Senkun Ryus we have like the distancing like figured out based on how fast the radio the wave is moving. And mm -hmm. yeah, that panel where it's like right in front of Senku's face is so fucking badass. Yeah, I was like, oh my god. Just Loki, Loki gave me him. chills. Yeah, it's like holy shit. He's so confident. Like what happens like, if the tendrils touch you? Do you just get like a little bit of like petrification? Nah, it probably yeah. doesn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. Because the tendrils it's are definitely like, overlapping like a visual, his it's, it's like a mirage a little bit. Like there's like a little visual flare, but like it's not quite the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, like I said, you know, they pretty much just calmly put Gen and Yo back together and yeah. And uh, and you know revive him. Yo, little funny moment hit panel where he's like, "Yo, my hair, what the fuck, bro?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, "We got the important parts. What are you talking about?" Your hair will grow right. back, brother. Yeah. <laughs> nope, he's staying like that forever. Probably. Holy shit, that'd be funny as hell. But yeah. Um. So. Does Gen seem kind of weird to you in this chapter? Dude, yeah, and, like, this is one of my favorite things about Gen is that he's always shown as, like, so, like, sinister sometimes. Yeah. And, it's, and it's so well represented in his dialogue and the art that it literally makes you go, like, is this dude on fuck shit? But, like, we know that it's at a point now to where these guys are just as trustable and tru or just as trustworthy and as a part of the crew and as people that you don't need to worry about, just like the Straw Hat Pirates. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't think... I never actually think that Gen is actually really on some sinister, you know, sketchy shit. But it, they just do such a good job of showing him in that way that you kind of go, like, why is Gen acting like this? <laughs> I feel like it adds to the tension of, like, finding out exactly what his thought process is. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, why is yeah. he behaving this way? And then he's like, like aha. Chapter, like, page yeah. 10, he's just like, like where they're removing the battery and he's behind them yeah like around the corner just listening and right. like he's watching. with kaseki move removing the battery he's the one that says too risky right better remove the battery for no just it's the other sure. guy he's with like, uh gen wait. gen's behind the two of them. you're talking about ukyo oh yeah, yeah ukyo gen, is yeah, yeah. with kaseki as he's removing the battery but yeah. like this is just gen's like this is just the way they show gen behaving you know what i mean like whenever he's up to something and he has an idea that he hasn't like revealed yet they always show him like on some other shit in this way until it's revealed what his thought process is and then you find out like oh you just have like you know you just came to a conclusion and we're just acting or looking sketchy i don't know but i feel like they always show him like this you know like whenever it's yeah. like that yeah and then it always ends up being something that's just like not an actual problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some little funny yeah, ass panel just, of him. Yeah. He's just very crafty and stuff. And I was just like, um, I feel like I read a lot. So sometimes I get some plot lines mixed up sure. every now and again. And part yeah. of me is just like, was there a traitor? Oh. In, in in the crew, like no. he's getting like no, yeah. like, not not in not in for a while. Stuff. There was vibes where it was like, can we trust Hyoga? But that was yeah. really it, you know. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
And I was just like, part of me is just like, man, Gen seemed like ready to like trying to keep tabs everything. Like when Chelsea was just like, oh, hey, this is a really good idea. It's a perfect crime. You're a true detective. And he's like, shh, 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 shh. Yeah. Like trying to shush it up. He's like, hey, no, let's not talk about that. That's that's exactly what I did. Like, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, I think you're supposed like, to go, like, what is he on, really, though? Like, yeah. every time this this happens. Genuinely. Yeah. I think that's really him, like, because he's the one that says it's possible someone scheduled this shit, you know, like you guys were pointing out. So I think really from the uh, from the beginning, he's been deducing this and, like, Sitting here like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Which one yeah. of you motherfuckers? Because people came over from the, you know, the United States Corn City. Right. So they even could have been like, you know, I don't know how long it took them to get there. Probably a few weeks. They could have been like, they could have been like three weeks, 20 meters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As yeah. soon as we get here, we're going to lob this to them and fuck it. See what happens. Who we petrify. Hopefully it's fucking Senku and anybody else who knows how to make and the petrification. Wins or whatever, Maybe it's a thing. combination of like... You know, Riichiro Inagaki and Boichi trying to set an expectation that there is someone sketchy on the ship that orchestrated yeah. this, and well, that, I, and that like Gen is almost trying to get to the bottom of it, and that's why yeah. he's moving so sketchy. But then also like Gen could be involved, and that's why he looks so sketchy. And then it all just I don't comes know down that Gen to... is involved. No, no, I mean, no. It would be it would be smart of him though. No, this it definitely would be smart of him though to yeah. uh, to petrify himself if he didn't want people to think he was involved or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right, that's what I'm saying. Is like like for the record, I definitely don't think this is a thing that anybody on the ship is being sketchy and and shouldn't be trusted and is setting up anything. I think it's literally just like an artistic, you know, choice to just show Gen in this way to to arouse suspicion and lead you into one of multiple different false senses of securities one of them being is there an actual traitor on the ship a second one being could it possibly be again involved and you know like things like that but it's really just comes down to like him just i don't fucking know that's just the way he is whenever he's on to something whenever he's not nice. something whenever he's got like a, a a new way of thinking that no one else is expecting he acts shady and sketchy in that way to yeah, maybe create an expectation i think it's like also his sly nature yeah yeah exactly exactly um, i'm having a really hard time putting it into words but like it feels so right to me up here i think it's an artistic i think it's an, an artistic choice to like convey the seriousness of what he's getting at right he's yes. like from the beginning, he's kind of like, yo, implying more serious vibes because I think he was kind of thinking along the lines of what he was saying later in the chapter from the beginning. Like, damn, did someone set this up? Yeah. Like, why? And if so, sabotage? and if someone did set it up, I need to like be, you know, in the cracks, like in the in the thin places, like listening to everybody and gathering information so that I can like actually, you know, form my my opinion on the on the matter you know um confidently you know what i mean right. so like then that's just the way gen is shown when he's on some intel shit or something you know what i mean mm -hmm. but yeah. i don't know uh like i don't know it's just it like i get it that it's probably a way to get sly but another part of me has like this weird like feeling that maybe gen did this not as a way to be like oh he's on y man's side because he doesn't want Senku and the others to go on a one-way trip to space. Cool, but like then, then Yo would definitely have to know that Gen was did it. You know what I mean? Because he was literally right next to him. There's no way that Gen could whisper in a way that was effective to activate the the Medusa, but not hearable, or not able to be heard. <laughs> by Yo when they were in that close proximity to each other as they closed the vacuum seal. You know what I mean? Like, there's just no way. 
Like if he if he did activate the Medusa himself for whatever reason, Yo would have heard him do it. He was always within earshot of anything Gen would say, unless it like the Medusa doesn't have to hear you for whatever dumb reason that would be, and you literally just have to say the words. But like it's all a proximity thing. Like it doesn't make sense that he would be able to activate it without Yo knowing, unless they're literally both in on it. You know what I mean? Well, would have it to might be, the be thing. like no, it might be the thing that Chelsea says. Like it could have been a delayed planned thing right because, but you know we've had this montage where time has passed there could have been a time where oh Gen yeah god damn could it. have gotten a hold of it like this i forgot we're about only the showing thing. like specific scenes yeah um, that's right and, that's right. and when she brings it up she he's like oh hey yeah you figured out how i the trick i did it i made sure that i was one of the people i talked to yo drug it out so that we were the ones caught in it to avoid suspicion when he's just like how this happened he's like what's not before we it's like blame yo you're blameless which is true before we start to blame here's the exact order of a sequence and he takes control of the scenario and frames the events and then he like keeps track is like okay they took out the battery they're gonna do this and then when they're like oh hey we're gonna do us we're sending a satellite he's like surely not and like chelsea's super excited and the others are like zoinked out but like Gen is just gritting his teeth and like this not quite smile like he's not blown away like he normally is he's like oh no we're we're still on track fuck but then i'm trying like, to think of like the motivations for this because it's like if it, we have to we have to assume that they all subscribe to the idea that why man could do another world ending attack at like any time and that's why they're all rushing to get to the moon to stop him mm -hmm. so if gen just doesn't want to go to the moon and that's why they're orchestrating this kind of thing. And that means that they're just literally willing themselves to be sitting ducks waiting for this Y-Man attack to come and literally end everything. Because either they're going to go to the moon and die, or they're going to not go to the moon, and then Y-Man's going to re-petrify the entire planet. So it's like, it's like why? Unless he had a, a more information than he's, than he's letting anybody know. You know what I mean? And, and I'm pretty sure that they covered this anyway when they said that Ukiyo was the one that had the shit in the first place. Even though, like, Yo brought it from America, he was with Ukyo, and Ukyo had it on him, and Yo didn't, you know what I mean? So even if Gen and Yo were, like, trying to, like, mm -hmm. work something out behind the scenes, that would also mean that Ukyo would have to be involved, I'm pretty sure. And it's like, that's just too many trustworthy people on fuck shit behind Senku and them's back, you know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know <laughs> it's like really yeah, hard like, to think about this i mean it could have been like another medusa that got swapped out like i don't know like there's yeah. a lot of things that could have happened like gen's able to do sleight of hand and stuff sure um yeah. if anybody is just, going to be shysty in this way that you're implying it's gonna be gen and like yeah but at the same time the question is just still why why I mean, like... Which Rijiro he, can just like, give us I mean, time. But. He might just genuinely feels like, hey, man, Senku, your knowledge and ability has brought us back to a level of civilization. I don't want you to throw your way life away and end up on the moon sure. and die there. Like, you could do so much more for everyone and, like, bring back society, civilization, period. We could grow without dealing with Y-Man. Yeah, uh, and if, that, if they, like, if, but then like, that would mean that they just don't believe that Y man could strike again at any time. Yeah, because otherwise, otherwise, like it's like okay, I don't want you to go to the moon and die because we're doing so good down here because of you. But then if we don't do anything, Y man can still beam us. So it's like the same exact outcome, but like 
it doesn't make sense that if that's what they think would if that's how they think it would go that they wouldn't just let people go try anyway because it's like it, like no matter what even if you don't want senku to die on the moon you really don't want the rest of the world to get repetrified again you know what i mean so i, I track know. that i track that but like yeah. also i feel like um it's logical the way you're framing it but yeah. at the same time i feel like people make those kind of choices based on emotion sure where he's just like he genuinely believes emotionally that senku is throwing his life away sure and he's like this is how like you're so determined because you believe you're right nothing's gonna stop you yeah that we have to stop you from doing this to yourself but gen is a mentalist like he's probably second best in the logic department next to senku yeah so like it just it just doesn't make sense that gen would have an emotional outburst like that in a way that would endanger the entire planet just because he doesn't want to see senku get trapped on the moon like that just doesn't fit with his character in my eyes you know what i mean so that's fair that's i don't fair. know but but like it, either way like the, the 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 idea is like sparking a really interesting conversation because I there mean, is the evidence there him, exactly the seed in my head exactly so, like, like they are showing Koichi. yeah they are showing him in this way to create this kind of of discourse or conversation or discussion or mm -hmm. however you want to frame it like the visual storytelling and even the dialogue included in this chapter lends a lot to what you're saying all you know yeah. to a certain it's degree, nice so. because it allows the level of uncertainty yes in a arc that has a very straightforward tra trajectory yes and has been like montaging through like months and months at high velocity so like right. they're on a crash course collision course to like the end so i like that there is that level of uncertainty in there absolutely i agree with you 100 percent that is like my favorite thing about like shonen nowadays is like how you know mangaka inside of their story based on the history of you know storytelling inside of this um area of manga you know because i feel like like i don't want to say a lot of manga nowadays are like losing you know the uncertainty factor you know what i mean and like which in uncertainty breeds tension and stakes and things like mm -hmm. that you know what i mean so like i love seeing that in contemporary shonen because like that's something that I felt like it was kind of like losing up until a certain point until these newer gens started coming out and starting to try to like break the mold and deconstruct in different ways. So like seeing it in a story like Dr. Stone, where like for a lot of the series, the stakes come from their ability to invent things and what resources they need and whether or not they can get them rather mm -hmm. than actual physical opposition. Like you have Stone right. Wars, Treasure Island, and you know stanley which are the three major arcs of the of the story basically but there's a lot of fluff in between that got the blood pumping like holy shit are they going to be able to do this mm -hmm. how like there was a lot of uncertainty inside of the lead up to those things too you know what i mean so i'm, I'm i love seeing that a story like dr stone that's relatively straightforward like you were saying in its trajectory can still you know um impose uncertainty and stakes and you know tension leading up to the things that you know are obvious about it right like we know um, that senku's going to beat stanley we know that senku's going to beat sukasa we knew that they were going to win treasure island but the little mini subversions along the way were were you know what do, how dr stone really shines in that department in my opinion but yeah back to the chapter um so i know we don't have one piece this week but mm -hmm. do you like the one piece reference on page 12 Perseus D. Monkey. 
I didn't even fucking notice that, yeah. to be honest with Side you. I didn't and even then, see that. That's hilarious. And I like that they turned the front of the ship into a Wukong, with mm-hmm. like the prow being the, oh, yo, the big staff. And he's got the, the headband, eyes, the porthole. Yes, yeah, it's yes. Got everything. Oh my god, I. Oh, oh, oh. So it's hardcore Wukong, Monkey D. Luffy Holy kind shit. of references. I yeah. love it. That's a great spot. Uh, that was probably obvious to like so many people, but like I didn't notice it, so I'm sitting here like, holy shit! But like, yes, dude, so cool that you pointed that I out. I mean, there's a lot going on in this uh, yeah. this chapter. But um, I mean, like Perseus D. Monkey. Like, why didn't I read that? I'm an idiot. <laughs> 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 holy shit! Uh, it's it's the it's the subtle things. I yeah, love yeah, it. I for love sure. It. Um, so they got selenium. Also, oh, yeah, keep I'm, going, keep going, keep going. I also really like that. Um, to make Yo feel better about his fucked up hair, they got him a hat. Oh my god, <laughs> On page 15, 15, 14, the big spread, where he's standing in front of the Medusa, and he's just like, seems so heavy. Oh, he's got he hat. does. <laughs> he's just like, ha, 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 I used to be a police officer. I got my little nostalgic <laughs> hat. Yeah. That's and hilarious, I, bro. I noticed on, like, Rios's hat, it's probably something that's been popped up a couple times, but when I looked at Yo's hat, and then I looked at Rios's hat, I like that they've kind of added, um like the rocket and star being the cross like instead of the skull and crossbones then they're, they're like we're space pirates kind of oh like, yeah i like wait, wait. the theming where do you see like ryusuke's hat um ryusuke's uh if you look at his hat uh same page actually 15 where he's sideways underneath where they talk about security camera he's like we've just invented the live broadcast look at his hat it's got a little crossed rockets and a star where the skull would be oh man yeah i see it now god it took me way too long to find that and then uh you know i just noticed it because of the crossed rockets on yo's hat and i was like it's like did they give a police hat with skull and crossbones no those are rockets and i'm like okay you know they're really getting to the whole because like uh, they amazing. always had the rocket and star theme, like with yeah. Ukyo's hat on page ten. They've had even the original Science Kingdom flag maps. was just like yeah. a rocket and star. Yeah. yeah, they've always incorporated that theme. But I like that, like now that they have a giant ship and they're all doing that, they've been like subtly like, I like that they're adding variation to the emblem. Yeah, um, For, depending on the individual that's wearing the article mm-hmm. of clothing, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, they are in their uh, fabrication age, you know, they have the ability to customize their clothes a lot more now. So now I'm wondering, like, what it means for the design on Ukiyo's hat, because it makes sense that the, the, the cross rockets and the star would represent a skull and crossbones on the captain's hat of a fucking naval character. You know what I mean? But then Ukio yeah. has a has a has a difference in the design on his own hat. I wonder if that's pertaining to his character in some kind of way related to sonar or echolocation or something like that. Um, Maybe the explosions around the rocket are like things that he's picking up on with his sonar ability or something like that. I was thinking that they were stars and it's like the idea of triangulation. Oh yeah, my like, god, mellow. Because he I don't know, man, because like yes. you know, use sonar and stuff to like triangulation. Where are. There's three starbursts. Stop it. <laughs> That's so good. I don't know. Yeah, it's really So good. then what does it mean for yo? Wait. It just looks kind of like a police badge. It just looks like a police badge thing. Like he already had star shapes for like oh, like on his chest oh. and his little shoulder pads yeah. that were always kind of like police badge vibes. So like 
he already had the stars and now he has the rockets too because he's all in on the rocket team now like i don't know god damn that's um, incredible uh wow. but yeah just crazy stuff um i i'm glad that they came up with the satellite idea really yeah. badly because that kind of like we were talking it's like hey man how are they gonna go rocket like they can't miss the first time yeah how i personally never thought it? about it until this chapter Same. i was Me like neither. wait a minute so yeah that's the thing the moon is big that's as so fuck smart. how do they know where to go on the moon when they launch their rocket and it's like i like dr yeah. stone always gets me in that way where it's like duh this is what so they gotta simple. think of How, yeah the solution is so simple and i'm like am i stupid i feel yeah. like i'm stupid dr stone makes me feel stupid every single week <laughs> every right. single week but yeah it's uh, uh it's gonna be exciting to see you know what's up there on the moon in dr stone what's going on like what if it's uh an entire entire ai society that y man has built and they're just like mining these diamonds to infinitely produce these medusas and he's already got like a billion of them built and he's getting ready to drop that shit on i thought dude that would be insane you just have like the sea of irobot like robots you know like from you know like they're literally just like and then why man is like the the head ai like i'm going along with the theory that uh, why man is an AI. like mr like, house i'm like totally like 100 subscribed to that theory now by the way i don't know if i said that the last time that it was yes. brought up when we had og on the show but like Join us. that is like totally what i think is going on right now because it really is the only thing that makes sense unless it was like a generational thing you know where why man like kept having kids but it's like you're on the moon so it's like you're and honestly like limited. honestly like i'm surprised that senku hasn't like already said this at this point because it's like one the information that why man has been doing this for 3700 years two they're on the fucking moon and like um, like the world didn't know that there was like life sustainability on the moon before the fucking pet the first petrification beam hit so like if there was a way to keep people alive on the moon for 3700 years the world would have fucking known about that you know what i mean yeah. so yeah. i think it literally has to be a robot or ai of some kind which then links back to like what fucking country sent this there you know what i mean so like that's like really major but I mean... also like yeah i could understand why because like it, i mean if you take like our current world like we're all like what do we do about the climate age and like the solution was just like freeze everybody let nature reclaim everything save the planet like it's it's not maybe it's an ai that's like 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 um oh shoot it's an old horror movie where there's an american robot that once it connects to the internet connects with a russian robot and then yeah oh my god are its own biggest weakness and decide yes. hey we need to wage war against humanity to yeah. preserve humanity i totally know what you're talking about i can't remember the name of it i could easily do a google search right now but like this is totally my bag and i've seen this movie and like i love this movie and i can't remember but yes they were like yo we can't figure out like it's like a freedom versus security argument right yeah. it's like how like is the world going to allow the concept of freedom to allow people to kill themselves because of it no because everybody wants to live why would the decisions of like people that don't really know how this is going on allow like themselves to destroy themselves just because they don't understand what they need to do to keep themselves safe so yeah. we impose security and then you have to ask the question how secure how far will is you too far? how far is too far for security before you start feeling like it's better off without it and we should just kill ourselves with our freedom so then they go 
humans can't make decisions for themselves anymore let's build a fucking robot with like no empathy that's all just cold logic and we'll find the right thing to do and make our decisions for us and just absolve government entirely and leave it up to an ai then that ai is like hey and links with the russian one yes and then they and then it creates this god damn it nope i have to search it i have to search it something um, we also have to factor into this into this speculation though is the fact that why man has senku's voice i feel like it's an ai that absorbs so, information and then like used like the input it was given to to reconfigure it and talk back to him colossus the forbin project yes so, god fucking damn it Sorry. i don't even think they've ever had a conversation senku and why man i think do the tra have the transmissions gone both ways? Did they ever try and well, say the first, something? Yeah, the first time was actually Y-Man communicating with us, I think. Yeah. Not even that, just like the transmission that he would send down. He would say the, the distance, the, the circumference of the Earth, and one second. Um, I mean, remember that... it was this the repeated transmission one second, like 12 million seven hundred and sixty thousand fucking well, kilometers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I mean, at that point, had they run into a Medusa? Yeah, this is because, after like, this is after the okay, Treasure Island. So arc. it's after they ran into Medusa. Yeah. Medusas are voice activated. Why man is connected to the Medusas? It absorbs the voices. Oh shit! So it would have had access to someone's voice, to yeah. Senku's voice, and so I just feel like it's just like it's like an AI, like a deep fake kind of thing, where it absorbs sure. information and then pumps it out based on what you gave it, like um like a GPS, yeah, right? Like it uses that lady's voice because she volunteered her voice, that kind of thing. Sure. Um, I don't know if we, I don't know if we had done too much Medusa stuff, like or the first time they heard how, my how much we voice. had seen. Yeah. Senku do Medusa shit specifically. Yeah. Up to that point where they heard Y Man's voice. Yeah, and I'm rereading Doctor Stone now and I'm just like not like at the I'm not past the point where like Y Man yeah. has like come yet, you know what I mean? So I probably would have a better answer if I was a little bit farther in my reread, but No I think, we can um, always talk loop back another episode. Right. Yeah. I mean like the first the, the first time that they heard from Y Man it was his voice coming in and they didn't say anything about how it sounded like Senku. And then Treasure, and this was after Treasure Island, and they got Medusas, and they were using Medusas or whatever, and then I can't remember exactly whatever, but then, after the fact, they were like, holy shit, this sounds like Senku or whatever. Oh. So, yeah. Maybe so. it just used the last voice, it was, like, using it regularly, so, like, the original voice was, like, the person that pulled the trigger, the voice of the person that originally pulled the trigger, and then, after a while, it's just like, oh, new input user? Cool. What if it's an AI that was sent up, like, as an experiment by NASA or whatever Japan's, like, aeronautical um, space company is? Yeah. That Byakuya had a hand in, and that's the reason why it has Senku's voice, because maybe they were, like, arbitrarily trying to decide, like, what voice to give it, or oh, if sure. they should give it a voice. And, and because like, Byakuya oh, is, like, at work all the time. time. Yeah, I'm like, like son, I got this recording of voice on him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Aww, I think that's so cute. That would be a that would just be a a, a fucked up way to bring top. things full circle. Like yeah, cherry on the top where they find out why man was an AI sent up to the moon, you know, by a crew and Biakuya, you know. Yeah. 
Oh man, what if it's just like the it's by like uh um it's by the people that funded Byakuya's research. And so oh, they have boy. all the tools like it's like, you know, like the idea of like the new world order, the Illuminati kind of right. thing, like right. like we're going to try to save the world. And so they invest in all these like aeronautic space tech stuff and they're like, "Okay, yeah, we're going to send out these people and uh, while this is going on behind their backs, we're going to use their technology, their developments, and we're going to send that stuff up too. Like, let's go. Because, like, the amount of production and, like, just straight up making the Medusas would require an astronomical amount of wealth and people and manpower and machine power and, like, resources to do so. Yeah. I've always believed it's the Illuminati as the reason that, like, that or some other parallel that would be the reason why the Stone yeah. Age happened. And I feel like it was for the preservation of the Earth. Oh, wow. While we're on the subject of, like, conspiracy theory stuff, like, what if the first footage that we get from this satellite is just skeletons on the moon? Yeah. <laughs> you almost fucking spit your shit out. Because, <laughs> like, that's totally... Just, just skeletons going... Yeah, that's, like, totally a conspiracy concept is, like, there's skeletons on the moon or whatever. You know what I mean? For whatever reason that may be. So, like, they could oh, be, man. they could be like, pulling from that. Because, like, I was literally in my reread. I saw, like, during the Treasure Island arc when they were, like, talking about um, making the drone and how it was going to have, like, two levers on the left for, like, like height and or drag and lift and then two levers on the left for like you know uh pull and whatever the other one is for flight or whatever and it and then they even made a reference to quop qwop which is like the running simulator like the track and field running simulator where mm. you control your oh like boston dynamics well like uh it's literally just qwop and then qw controls your thighs and then op controls your your calves and then you have to like hit the buttons in a perfect combination to make your runner continue through the track. And it's like this really hard fucking game um, hmm. or whatever. It was like a, it was like a big flash game back in the day. You know what I mean? And I just read, I just reread about that in the treasure Island arc when they were making the, the, uh, hmm. the drone. Yeah. I don't even remember yeah, why I brought that up, but yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, do you, where do you think on the moon? Oh yeah, that's right. I remember why I brought it up because they do be pulling references like that from modern time so mm -hmm. yeah what do you think like in on the moon it actually is do you think it's going to be in the classic like dark side of the moon kind of thing or it's going to be like facing the <laughs> planet i think it's going to be facing the planet and <laughs> if they're going to hide a bunch of like details on it i think that if we used um the color splash of this chapter where they have like the little senku rocket circling the moon that might be the location of where the Y-Man base is, but yeah. that's just like, okay, am I reading too much into it? Like, <laughs> am I, I've gone full conspiracy mode. What, what if Ken's actually against them all? You know, I, like, I was going to make a joke about the blue area of the moon, which is like a Marvel concept inside of the comics, and it's like a, the air, uh, like a, a small area of the moon where there's oxygen, and that's like where the Inhumans hang out. But like, I just <laughs> remembered that like, you guys don't be reading comics like that. But yeah, blue area of the moon is my guess jokingly <laughs> but yeah i don't know i think it would make more sense for it to be i don't know on the dark side of the moon just because like i know that they said that their telescope can't really see shit like that like their strongest telescope you know can't really see but shit other like countries like, would have noticed exactly yeah hmm i don't know no idea but like this is like the most head scratchy that dr stone has been for me but i'm like always scratching my head when it comes I'm to dr absolutely stone because i'm like confused. not I'm a like how does but... like 
like Gens trying to get to the bottom of the truth or covering it up. I can't tell anymore. Mm. I don't know. Like completely forgot about that part of the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> God like, damn, just so many things going on right now, and it's there's like, so many things. Like no wonder we missed like Perseus D Monkey earlier, and like <laughs> who's uh, we? It was like, just me. <laughs> <laughs> thank you though okay, thank on. you I, though I gave you an out <laughs> yeah you did <laughs> that's super funny uh but like art wise i really liked um the like the the glittering civilization low at the edge of 19 did you say that again you kind of like cut out uh, for like a sec. page 19 yeah i really liked the like glittering like civilization the lights of humanity the electric yeah. lights like yep. sparkling down below under like reveal why man's location i'm like ah i like that it's always you said on 19 little... oh yeah, page yeah, 19 yeah, yeah, yeah. bottom mm -hmm. end it's just like a little for me it's very picturesque especially because of what it symbolizes within the series sure absolutely i didn't even notice the sparkling i had to yeah. like zoom in to see it like blends so it blends in so well with like the screen tones at that distance oh yeah like, uh, and it's like also you can see it like on the lights of like eight and nine like page nine they're like talking about you can see the lights on the on the boat and the ship i yep. was like yeah. yeah i was just like ah oh, yeah that, that's cool yeah for sure um especially because guys... it would be pitch ass fucking dark yeah mm-hmm do you guys think that um, on page 1415, the big splash where they like have the security feed of like the containment for uh, the Medusa, doesn't it just kind of give you like huge Akira vibes? Yes. Oh my God. It's like right before you said Akira, Akira popped into my head. Mm -hmm. yeah. I was like, mm, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I love the art in this chapter, bro. I love this uh, panel of like Senku on the bottom of 17. It's going to tell us why man's location on the moon. Like, that's just such, like, a good, such a good panel to me. It was, like, so, like, aesthetic when I turned to it. I was like, fuck yeah, look at my guy. Look at the Very, uh, look at he the looks like, like a ninja, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, the cloak, the fate, like, blurred moon in the bag. I was like, oh, yeah, is this, is this Oka Basilisk? <laughs> oh, shit, dude, Basilisk. I need to rewatch that soon. God, I love that series. Yeah, they they got all kinds of shit going on now. You also man. get they like the blood televised from baseball games, assassination yeah. or massacre. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who's Lee? I don't know. Where? Because they have Zeno team and Lee team on the basket baseball players, the baseball players thing. What page? And I'm just like uh, page, page sixteen. 16 uh, top oh, left yeah. panel, Lee team and Zeno team, and I don't know who Lee is. And I'm just like, huh. Connie Lee. Like just... Connie was an American astronaut aboard the International Space Station ISS. Huh. That's, the, oh. that, that's just what I saw, like, when I... Uh, so when what I if Zeno just it. named the teams after, like, the people that were part of his, like, science yeah, squad? And he's yeah, just like, yeah, this is the sense. team. Yeah, and Connie like... was the one with the pigtails and the, uh, the brown hair. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And the hips. Hold on. All right, sorry. <laughs> let's. All right, let's get that. Everybody has hips in Doctor Stone. <laughs> but yeah, Dragon TV. That was sick. I love yeah. that. Fifty eighth Docs Studio A. Um, I think that's a hot reference to Hollywood. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think it's always funny how we get these like modern, super modern looking, like highly technological renditions of the technology we're about to make, and then yeah. it's going to be like a super. Yeah, like macaroni like, art version. Yeah, right. 
stone mostly version. wood yeah um yeah. but like i don't know they've been transitioning to like mostly matte metal, metal stuff based on 15 and 14 right. i i think it's really funny when they're like stone world tv station everyone's like freaking out watching the tv watching the game and the game is literally outside their window because the ball comes through the window of the building yeah like, i just noticed like, that and they're like why didn't you go <laughs> to watch the game live right <laughs> it's like too busy in a castle it's like nah we we got tv now we got to see this on tv fuck right <laughs> Like this is exactly. brand new, this is brand new tech. Yeah, it is just funny. That's that's a great spot. new TVs just that. dropped. <laughs> yeah, I gotta start. I gotta start looking at the fucking art a lot closer in Doctor Stone because it's so they fit so much inside of the space that they're allotted. You know what I mean? There's a lot of right. visual storytelling there. Not in the same vein as like Undead Unluck, where it's like you know, or Chainsaw Man, where it's alluding to actual massive narrative points all the time. But there's just mm-hmm. little quirky shit that they fit in the visual areas without, you know, too much exposition pointing to it that you kind of have to look for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I love I love the little side stories, the jokes and stuff. Yeah, for sure. And I and we talked about it before. It's like when you have this big of a cast and everyone is like so relevant at any point in time, it's really cool to see them all kind of like interacting together and getting their little small little moments that stick in mm-hmm. your head and they always say just the right amount of things and always the right thing for their character it's really impressive it adds a lot of character without even having to like touch on them a lot right either. or give so, them like, like hella th- screen time like you could literally mm-hmm. fit like seven character interactions and not even in a double spread in a fucking single page you know what i mean like just little panel here little panel there and then taiju says some taiju ass shit kaseki says some kaseki ass shit and then all the way down the line and that's like all you need at this point because we just get these characters so much because they've all gotten their appropriate screen time to like full effect earlier in the series so you can really just squeeze it all into you know a page and it's like yep that's kaseki yep that's you know that's chelsea yep that's francois and then keep it pushing yeah Mm -hmm. yeah man great chapter can't wait for the next one i feel like until a lot of these major answers are or major questions are answered like every chapter is gonna be like all right next one next one next one you know what i mean it's like i i was like i keep scratching the itch is intensified right 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 that's all i had for dr stone this week though honestly yeah well with that i think we can go ahead and jump right into chapter 82 of mashuru mosh burn dead and infancy and uh, oh, yeah. this portion we get at the beginning of the chapter is really Fire. tight with the Super dragon tight. cane and the undead cane. Yes. I really like the dragon cane's magic. I wish we could see more of it. I yeah. want to see this mm-hmm. dragon doing more. You know, more, we going to see some a little shit. bit more. Yeah. You know I'm saying? The way dragon come down, he like chomped that buddy. Yeah. He went behind him. He said, Mwah! slapped him with the tail. Then you hemmed him up, said, ha. Ah. That was the hand that hemmed him up, the undead hand. Nah, because if you go on page three, he smacks him with the, like, he, he, he teleports behind him, and then the dragon's like, oh, word? Beans him with the tail, and then the next panel is the tail grabbing him for the hand to come and crush him. Oh, yeah. nice, nice. Mm-hmm. The alley-oop. Yeah, this is tight. Uh, like, I love the beginning smacks of Smacks him and then shop. Yeah, and then, and then wraps him up, right? But this is cool because it shows the capabilities of some characters that have been b- built up for a while that we haven't really seen in real action yet you know what i mean so but then it also sets the precedent for domina you know what i mean and and inside of their capabilities in comparison to that 
You know what I mean? So it, it's good for representation of the characters we've been waiting to see something from, but then also does a lot for the stakes of Domina as an antagonistic force. So it was just an incredible exchange all around in this beginning part for me. And it's just like the choreography for it was just so cool. How fast everything was moving and like the internal monologues of the immortal Kane deducing exactly what was going on, getting acknowledged by Domina for deducing exactly how they're, their magic kind of works it, it did a lot yeah. in a really short amount of time and like when it's whenever things are shown at really high speeds like this from highly capable characters that's always like really hype in a series you get that a lot in hunter hunter you get that a lot in jujutsu kaisen you get that a lot in a lot of series you know what i mean but whenever it's represented like this it's always like yeah i love chapters like these like real quick exchanges of power you know what i mean to like really show the the margin of error and also just yeah. the level that these characters are at you know what i mean i also feel like it's just more realistic because like fights in general go fast. fast yeah no mm -hmm. like i've like 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 getting in a fist fight i've never seen a fight that lasted more than like a minute yeah maybe max, two super like, max. Yeah, yeah 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 like only if they're all both drunk and they're like being terrible at it or uh, just professionals you know? that fight for fucking oh, 12 yeah. rounds with breaks in the middle you know what i mean exactly. so like but like like street fights go like pretty quick usually especially mm -hmm. like especially for the people involved because like you get that fight feeling you know what i mean the adrenaline mm -hmm. or the endorphins or whatever you kind of like black out and everything seems to kind of like move really quick focus Un on that yeah. unless it's hunter hunter and you're so good at fighting that time compresses and slows down <laughs> while you're in the mix of action which is also cool I, i've never yeah. experienced that i'm also not like a top tier martial artist so who knows and it's also not hunter hunter in real life but anyway what fights aren't like that in real life <laughs> yeah shit this was just really cool man like yeah and i, I love like seeing the, the little team. backstory of you know mosh and domina together baby mash um, is so fucking cute and funny oh my god yeah and you know it gives a little bit of depth to the hatred that domina has for mosh you know where at first i was kind of like you know does he really hate him this much just because like daddy said so but because right. normally you'd think with the brother dynamic you he would have some apprehension and maybe be thinking like okay this dude's my brother could he really be that bad you know right like, but um no he's hated him since you know birth for whatever reason like guess he thought mash was annoying you know He's just a, he's just a lack magic and like they this is just another flex of the theme you know God, it's in, weird how could in, he tell that as a baby you know it's just right how weird. but at well, the same I time mean... it's like mash is literally a fucking like level 99 carpenter at five months old yeah. so yeah so like that kind of that kind of line of thinking kind of goes out the window when it comes to to mashal because you literally just like never know when komoto is going to say a character did this thing or can do this thing you just it just leans into the mm -hmm. comedy aspect of it or the gag aspect of it but like i think it's cool how it's like playing into the theme of like if you are blessed with hella magic there's just that much more of an opportunity for you to feel entitled on a high horse and look down at everybody because you're that cold you know what i mean and it shows that mm -hmm. that line of thinking can be instilled in a person as early as infancy you know what I mean? I like mean, yeah, like, yeah. this is Domina's childhood trauma, effectively. Because, like, he's alone constantly. Like, no adults can really reach him except for maybe the midwife. Um, and, like, he destroys everything. He doesn't have any face markings either. 
and he develops face markings based off the drift patterns mash left on page 17. No, take a look. Page 17 is where you see 16. Domina's... 16. 16. Yeah, page 16, where you see the little, like, spiraling marks on the ground where he did the drift to dodge the attacks. And the panel that, right like, below that is the first time we see his lines. Those are his lines. And then next page, it says, Domina's desires became warped and would only be satisfied on the day he rid himself of Mash Bernadette. So that was a developmental moment for him. He's like, you're the first thing I could not destroy. Because you Tokyo drifted all of my fucking magic tendrils. And yep. so and my line design mimic your drifting. Yo, wait a minute. No. Childhood trauma. Childhood drama. Dude, if that's a thing, oh my God. I you like it here first, folks. Yeah, for real. But like, that's so <laughs> like, wow. That's nutty. If that's uh, a thing, I, that's so crazy. I mean, look at his face. Yeah, no, it face. definitely makes that. sense. It definitely makes sense. But like, wow, though, if like that is like a way that you're lying. Because he just, as a baby, has raw power. And then sure. after this moment, he sees the thing and he's like, how dare you still stand? The way that I kind of like took his line design after reading this chapter is that like earlier in the exchange, the immortal cane is like, okay, this dude is slipping through all of our techniques and not being scathed in any way, even to his clothes. So he has to be shrouding himself in a cushion of raw magic power, but then also he has to focus on attack and defense individually. You know what I mean? I so mean... the way that I kind of took it was like the harmony of like yin and yang almost like attack and defense I don't think you're like wrong. kind of working together is just how i took it i, in the, I, in the I think you're but, also accurate but isn't that also what mash did yeah mash also like untouched unscathed completely bypassed his magic and so i think that like oh that moment God. where he saw that is just so imprinted on him he's like you like I, it's like I want my parents' full attention. You're the only thing stopping me, and you're the only thing that's been able to stand in my way besides our father. So then, here's my question: Then, if he's this obsessed with destroying Mash for like since infancy, like why have none of these assassination attempts been on Mash? He's literally gone, um, like, from location to location, just killing people and doing all of these things in all of these different areas. Why would he never once throughout the entire series try to target MASH in this way until, you know, the fated moment where they meet each other in the Divine Visionary, hmm. like, tournament? You know what I mean? Like, why has this not been, you know, a touched-upon aspect of his motivations before now? And, like, if he is going to go out of his way to try to, like underhandedly assassinate people in the background, why would he never make a a, a pass move at Mash? Mash? Yeah, move against Mash. Oh, that's fair, that's fair. Yeah, um, it's just like a weird weird information to get from me right him now. Not to? Yeah, it could be something like that. Uh, like yeah. A like A, Mash has been in hiding almost his entire life. Like mm -hmm. like he shortly left at like five and a week old five months and a week old. Right. Like disappeared. Yeah. Grew up. He lost track of them. His dad's like, and like, why is he attacking these people? And it looks to me like he's draining magic. So maybe he's been tasked with like 
his father's like, hey, go drain magic from people. And so he's just doing what his dad wants. Yeah. But not, like, focusing on, like what he wants so to speak it's just crazy that they would have um, a, you know that point in the in the narration that like his entire goal and motivation is to get the the validation that he wants from his father by taking out mash the only one who's actually been able to weave his his you know his attacks like entirely with no difficulty you know what i mean like they they're they're making a big deal to say like this dude really wants mash gone and mash yeah. has been making a name for himself since he joined the academy you know what I mean? So, like, I doubt that Domina has not heard of MASH long before the Divine Visionary Tournament. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And, and I know that, like, they're kind of making a point to do the One Punch Man thing where, like, MASH's achievements are, like, kind of, like, glossed over, you know, f to, to support the people around him or whatever to some degree. But, like, still, yeah. though, like, this dude has got to be, you know, in the thin places, hearing things, getting information he knows about he has to know about mash right like if he's able to get in and out of these situations the way that he is and obviously it's just because you can just chalk it up to his overwhelming magic power just destroying anyone who is potentially a witness to whatever he's doing but like still if you have that kind of freedom to go wherever you want and do whatever you want to, despite who walks up on you and sees what you're doing then he would have had plenty of opportunity to like learn about mash before this tournament True. concept you know what i mean so yeah i don't know but yeah call we could totally hole, call it a plot device i don't know uh, yeah i don't know I, I don't know if i'm ready to go um you know so to, to i don't i don't know hole. yeah i don't know if i'm ready to go so far as to call it a plot hole but because it could it could come back to innocent zero's orders you know what i mean like innocent zero does want mash's body you know what i mean yeah. so so if if domina is like hating on mash that much you could totally see innocent zero being like yo you could do whatever the fuck you want in this world because you're that strong but like don't kill mash burn dead like i want that body you know what i mean or something like yeah. that you know so yeah but then that means if they're gonna clash right now innocent zero is probably coming back to make sure that domina doesn't kill mash accidentally or something i don't know i mean that or he's like innocent... it's time now go ahead and kill him so oh, like, sure. harvest the body yeah sure, go sure. harvest the body now yeah. Uh, because I think it'd be really interesting is if he's like, oh yeah, no, like you think that you're safe because of our father? No, no, no. He says he's ready, and so we're, I'm gonna take your head, <laughs> and give father your body, like that kind of thing. <laughs> like, yeah, you know. Uh, that's the kind of vibe I get from that. Where that's going on. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just feel like his power is so overwhelming that he can either only destroy or he can only defend, that kind of thing. And he's focused right. on that. Right. Um, so I like that yin-yang metaphor. It seems very fitting with his style. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think he's like draining someone's <clears throat> magic in the first page. He for sure straight is. Up. Like he for oh, sure yeah. is like sucking some kind of life force. <laughs> feeding off their life force or, or magic power or whatever yeah something like that it's probably to f speed up the regeneration of innocent zero. Oh boy could be something like that if it's linked to him like that that'd be pretty major too mm -hmm. but yeah just waiting for komoto to just give us the answers to things the it's tokyo really drift was too much though. the tokyo I, drift i was cackled i cackled when i saw that <laughs> yeah i was zigzagging like, oh, baby my. crawls He's using top-tier driving techniques at just five months old. I was like, oh my god, Komoto, Jesus Christ. 
But you're yeah. doing a lot here right now. Right. <laughs> like um, car- five-month-old carpenter drifting techniques in the crawl movements. I mean, it all makes sense for MASH, but, like, holy shit. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. man. When... Pipe has double spread on the last pages, last two pages. Yeah. Everybody yeah. coming together. Yes. That... It really showed off... You know the guy with whose tongue's always sticking out? I did not expect him to be that broad. Mm. Or big. The like, immortal cane, right? Or wait, no, 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 I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry. No, no, no the no, no, guy no. with his tongue that's sticking out, like, I think his name was, like, Gabu or something like that. Or... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. let me zoom in or here. or something like that. Yeah, I remember. He yep. was in, like, two chapters ago, who's and he's as like, as oh, you're two different people. Yeah, the one who's standing next to, like, the Doro Hidoro reference. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's basically what like, I just oh, call that guy. When he, right when he now. Cla- the one that clashed with um, uh, the sound guy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Margaret Macaron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He t- clashed Yeah, with he's Margaret. big as hell. I did not He's big as hell. That. I did not expect that. I was like, yeah. what? No way. <laughs> he's um, he's, he's a, a beefy unit. boy. Yes. He's a beefy boy. Um, I like that they're kind of like, now that they're not like, you know, shown in that sort of like Power Rangers, everyone's somehow the same height movie poster kind of like display. It's like, okay, this is what they look like normally. And then also the clown just kind of killed me. I was like, who the f is the clown? Dude, like, I'm literally like looking at the panel right now. Like, who is this Jester's cap ass nigga? Um, like, like, next to Dope? <laughs> yeah, like, like, what is this? Like, what, like, like is that a doll of, of I mean, that is, That's one of, that's one of Abel's things. Yeah, yeah. that's one of Abel's dolls. Yeah, 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 Abel, yeah. yeah. yeah Abel. I said Abel. I think it's one of Abel's dolls. Yeah. Who is this like, no, I don't want to print Seriously. Yeah, I'm like, dude, like, where did you come from, bro? Is this an assassin? I don't know. Like, I was like, no, no, it's got to be Abel. Like, they're not reacting to it. And, like, Abel would totally be the one of the guys, like, hey, we want to do this entrance. We're going to do the horse. And Abel's just like, no, that's stupid, but you're going to keep asking, so I'll make you a doll. So yeah. you get what you want, and you stop asking me. Right. Goddamn. Oh, man. Goofy. Super straightforward chapter, though. Um, I don't know. It's it's just, like, more... I mean, obviously, we got some background on Domino, and we got a great, you know, show of power from the Immortal and Dragon Canes, and that was really cool, but that was also just action straightforward in the beginning. There wasn't yeah. really too much to go. They, they basically explained everything that there was to talk about, about that mm-hmm. scene in the scene itself, and that's really kind of the way that MASH has been going for a while. Earlier in MASH reviews, we had so much theory crafting going on just because we just didn't have that much information about the world, and now the more the world is kind of, like, fleshed out and the more we understand about things... It's like there's just less and less of those conversations happening because everything is so blatant and like straightforward and national. Mm-hmm. There isn't a whole bunch of, um, at least that I've noticed, any kind of like, you know, nuanced visual storytelling or, you know, sim, um, you know, esoteric dialogue that like, you know, really kind of like makes you scratch, you know, your head and, and wonder about, you know what I mean? They just give you the information you need. But there is still a lot of mystery, you know what I mean? Like we talked about things about like, innocent zero and domina's motivations and like why they could be behaving the way that they were but other than that i don't know like i don't really have too much else to bring to the conversation i, like I grief guess this manor. week grief it's manor nice looks cool. yeah for it sure. looks really cool um at the top i thought for a second that those like tips of the the gate were shark teeth because mm. of uh of big old chompy guy yeah sure um and I was like, maybe that's a thing. It's like, no, no, no. I think that was just there to break up like the solid blacks. Sure, that makes sense. For art, 
but you never know though because they do have a very particular shape that does remind me of like arrowheads or shark teeth mm-hmm. or i was like did they prep that in advance just like psych you know we're never yeah. gonna fight fair that's our thing <laughs> yeah like, here's a question know. like you see these statues outside of the manor and it's like what does that represent archangels and like arc devils uh yeah definitely because um, um they believe don't they have like a belief that like magic is a god-given ability right, right. but like we've been going um, into like you know greco-roman mythology you know what i mean for like a lot of the the uh the mm. the, the mythological like aspect or like the the, theo- the theology aspect of of um they did introduce a church recently they like, did and they and we do get crosses back. and shit so there is like a judeo-christian like undertone the, despite the fact that they're talking about greek gods and shit there is a judeo schools yeah yeah there is a christian element to it so that's like so i feel I like it's, that it's probably affiliated with that particular school or sector mm-hmm. kind of thing um they're like oh hey you know you're gonna have this like uh day of the final exam you're from Valkus and you're from like Wahlberg you know we're we're the third party we didn't make it so we are going to be hosting the current location as a way to kind of have a neutral party the immortal canes like line design is a literal cross word really let me see yeah Yeah. like it's an actual cross ah oh my god Yeah. yeah so you got shit like that but um yeah um, that's what i was just thinking like since you brought up the panel of the manor i like zoomed in on it and i was like okay well this is clearly an angel versus the devil right like you got the horns the goblin nose the ears wings and then the lance and then obviously you have this you know archangel looking bearded archangel dude with like you know the fucking carrying a classical sword of and the toga and the wings you know what i mean so yeah yeah yeah. fire man yeah that's all I had for Mashal this week, though. Yeah, I think that's all I had as well. Yeah, I'm pretty much spent on it. Okay, Very yeah. straightforward chapter. Yeah, yeah. All right, then. Well, with that, I think we can go ahead and get right into chapter 309 of Black Clover. Blink. And uh, Star Magic. Star Magic. We got Star Magic. But, uh, yeah, first couple pages, I guess, um, Zeno, like, what the hell's going on? You know, Zenon. And uh, then he gets blown through with some shit. Yep. And then we get this little brief explanation, which actually was kind of nice. I love page three. Why at least. Yeah, I like why at least, you know, was getting his, you know, specific attribute of magic based on why is, you know, what his parents had. Yes. And, you know, and then we also get Zeno, Zenon, like realizing like you're fucking spade royalty. Yes. Which, which, Which adds to like his fire a little bit, which, you know. It is nice. It's really it's cool. Nice to... You got stellar feel... parents. You're going to have stellar magic. I really like the diagrams and the representation of like Lois and CL kind of representing, you know, the king and queen playing cards a little bit. You know what I mean? Like inside of a deck of cards or whatever. At least that's yeah. how I kind of took it. You know what I mean? So like, that's cool. The imagery is fire for that. And like Xenon going like, oh shit, if you got magic like this, then that means, you know, so like that realization was really cool and it was really hype. And, and like, I like that. The um, names were kind of interesting, the meanings. So, like, Lois itself it, uh, translates to renowned, renowned warrior. And okay. Seal, uh, or Shiel, uh, is French. It translates to heavenly. So, nice. like, it makes sense that they have heavenly bodies, celestial shit. bodies, that kind of thing. I mean, yeah. they've 
used like star imagery for like like celestial body imagery for royalty for a long time. Um, some of the names were kind of confusing because like I I never seen them before, but then that's just new powers that happens. Yeah. Um, I do like that. There's like oh yeah, you know, sun, moon, and stars. Let's go. Yeah, um, makes sense. Feels good in that yeah. way. Um, I just yeah. wish I don't know, man. Like as cool as this as cool as this chapter is, art is obviously there in in all the ways that it needs mm-hmm. to be. Like this is a beautiful chapter. The art is delicious throughout, especially on this double this double page spread on ten and eleven with the core tile Hasta yeah. or Hasta or whatever. Like all of this shit is cool. You know what I mean? But like whenever a situation arises like this in Black Clover, where it's just like new spells, here you go. Even if like they were alluded to in like one way or another. I just wish that there was just a little bit more in the power system regarding spells in the book. Like I wish that there was a yeah. scene and and obviously remind me if I'm just forgetting that there is an actual scene like this, but like I just want like a scene outside of combat where someone has their book open and they're just looking at their spells and they're going like, okay, so like these four spells over here take up the most mana. These are like my ults, my ultimate techniques. I gotta like yeah. spare those. These these spells over here don't take up as much mana. I can use these about four or five times a day if I need to. Like literally just like someone just looking and reading, looking at and just reading their book and just like, you know, verbalizing what it means, like studying it and verbalizing like what it means like to them. Because yeah. like besides, besides Magna and Zora, like, I don't think I remember a time in Black Clover where anyone was actually sitting down with a spell and going, like, how am I going to do this? Like, how can I yeah. train myself? Like, show them trying the spell and failing or something. You know what I mean? Like, something Practicing other than spells. just... So, yeah, something other than just, like, the spell is in the book now. I can just conjure it and manifest it at, like, yeah. whatever potency that I need for the moment. It just feels so... It, this chapter feels so like spectacle over depth for me you know what mm, i mean and like i yeah. just don't like feeling that inside of a story with 310 chapters you know what i mean it feels like really hand wavy even if it was alluded to earlier in the series like this level of proficiency even if it was always in him you know what i mean he was always meant to have mm. this magic whatever the fuck you want to say like whatever but like I don't know. It just feels a little bit too shallow for me personally. Yeah. I mean, I, I totally get that because like, it's like, it's, it's very much like the fallacy of a power manga. Like if they, if they, if they showed studying, if they showed people racking their minds, trying to understand their own magics, because like who actually knows themselves like, like, Hey, knowing oneself takes a lot of time and effort. So like, Part of me feels like that should be reflected in the magic. I totally agree with you. Um, I just feel like there should have been a scene like that already in the story, like where someone is literally just looking at their book and going like, okay, I don't understand what the fuck these spells are over here. Even if they're in the grimoire. And if you want to say the story is letting us know, like if you have the spell in the grimoire, you have access to it, like cool, whatever. You know what I mean? But like injecting a scene where someone is confused about something or maybe like contemplating the strategy of how to use spells in tandem with each other, depending on what they're looking at in their book. Like, I don't fucking know, dude, but like give it a little bit more depth than just the spells in the book. I got it. Here you go. Let's use it. Even like a, like a little panel of their, like them, like their eyes widening as like the sudden realization, like they have been gifted knowledge. Something. It is now in their head, that kind of thing. That would be really interesting. Cause like, that would be really, uh, it would add layers and like a lot of depth to the power system, um, and 
I thought it was interesting that they chose star magic specifically for Yuno because Asta's name literally means star in Greek. What? So, like, there's a parallel there. Hard parallel. Yeah, Asta. It means uh, star or star or star-like. Um, because right. Yeah. Um, because of, like, ad astra currentis to the stars and blood was a line... Uh, in a book that I liked. Wait, so that. Greek Greek baby name for Asta, Star. Latin baby name for Asta, Holy. Norse baby name for Asta, Tree. Mm -hmm. and That's fucking like cool. He grows like a tree. <laughs> His name has massive, massive significance in any, like, you know... Any area like, of the series. Well, not any... Yeah, like, yeah not, multi not just multiple cultures, but, like, multiple areas of the narrative. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like... And it ties that's in. That's really like, cool. There's a little subtle stuff to it. And, but, like, that's why I was, like, so kind of stoked to see, you know, get star power. I was like, oh, yay. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're the little, little buddies. Little buddies. They're rivals Man, now. Tabata, Tabata getting a little more credit for that one. Now. Hey, and I'm looking mm -hmm. at, like, the 10 and 11 spread quartile. Hasta, hasta. I didn't really know how to say that. Um, but, like, that, like, when I first saw it, I obviously was just like, ooh, I see the word hasta in there. So, like, yeah. what does that mean? But then I'm also um, thinking of, like, Final Fantasy, haste. Haystera, Haystega, or whatever. I don't fucking know like what the progression of it is at this point. Uh, I don't even think they're, they're actually based off constellations. Yeah, I don't think even actually now that I think about Final Fantasy, does Haste have multiple levels like Fire, Fyra, and Fyraga? I don't, I don't think, think it so. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. one of the few that doesn't. I think it's um, just Haste, maybe. Because Slow doesn't have it either. No, I think Slow goes into Sloga. Oh, then maybe Haste does. I don't know. Oh I'm not... man. Slow, um, but I don't remember a slow ra. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that was just uh, like my first thought when I looked at it. Yeah. The is an Indian uh, constellation known as the Blessing Hand. It well, comes it with four stars. Yeah. Um, and it's called the Blessing Hand. It's called the Hasta Nakshatra. It consists of specifically five stars, but. There's four, and then there's like one that one like beam sticks that out. like kind of like so signifies the, the fifth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the beam, and that's I was like, okay, that's pretty meet. cool. Yeah, and all then, of them uh, meet, and then ah, yeah, dude, mm -hmm. that's cool. That's cool. Um, <coughs> it's associated with like childbirth and establishing family, um, and the manifest an object of desire within their own hands. So like the line itself of these pages were engraved specifically so I could defeat you kind of like resonate a little more for me. What does that first... mean though? Yeah, exactly. Like I was just like, maybe that's the kind of vibe they were going for. That was for, the but one like, thing that really threw me about the chapter was like, I had not to, only how many to. spells he was whipping out, having just gotten a new grimoire, but the fact that he said that. I'm I want to say that he said Continue this. Continue with your point. No, no, no. I, I, I want to say that he said the pages were engraved specifically so I could defeat you. I want to say that that's just him talking shit to Zeno. Like, I'm going to yeah. beat you. I got a new grimoire. I have, like, new realization inside of myself and my power set. Boom. I, I engraved, like, these spells were engraved just so I could whoop your ass. Like, I want to assume hey, that that's just... you were talking shit earlier to yeah, me. You yeah. said I had to shoot through my allies to Some, kill you. Yeah, you know, you know? like, I, I don't want to believe that this is, like, literal dialogue pertaining to, like, our canon understanding of, like, how this situation yeah. is going. Because, like, if these pages were actually engraved specifically so that he could defeat Zeno, then, like, that is such an awkward line of dialogue to me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I don't like that at all. Like, that is so... Yeah. Like, yeah, 
like baby yeah. time shonen manga shit to me you know what i mean like i don't fucking like that but i'm giving i'm giving Tabata to the benefit of the doubt and i think i think that you know is just gassed up feeling himself talking crazy to to zeno riding high on either way this, this just feels yeah. like a new level of like character being overly proficient with something he just now got sure you know like um he's just whipping out all these spells like he knows how you know i don't know yeah. Oh no, uh, you want to know what? Okay, so you said the five thing, and then we were like, okay, there's four points of stars, and then one in the middle where it meets to shoot the fifth beam. But like, f only four are like kind of like coming together in the star magic panel at the bottom right of that spread on 10 and 11. So I don't know, maybe the maybe the beam dis does still just represent the fifth. Yeah. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just wanted to throw it's that It's hard out to there. say, because like maybe you know is the fifth star. I don't know. Ooh. Um, hold on. But okay. Like, like um i know that skittum was like it's like i thought for a second like star magic quartile skittum and i was like is that a response to him so i looked it up it is uh it's a constellation it uses about seven stars and it literally translates to shield so like that oh, makes sense well, there you go straight up very very straightforward but i was like all right cool I, you know new magic gotta gotta look it up every now and again just sure. see what's going on Especially since they borrow from like so many different languages all at once. You wonder what the um, um, correlation is with the conjunction constellation. I f don't know, to be honest. Conjunction, uh, isn't it? Like just when he like says a... star magic conjunction, so like I just so it's thought just a it was combination like, oh. of things before he shoots you, which is clearly what's shown. Oh wait, no, because he says he teleports using the stars. So I thought conjunction was just tying because conjunction is like moving in tandem so like using two points in tandem would be the conjunction i thought that was his teleport to be honest uh, that, that um, actually makes sense because star conjunction apparently according to google says conjunctions involve either two objects in the solar system or one object in the solar system and a more distant object such as a star a conjunction is yeah. an apparent phenomenon caused by the observer's perspective the two objects involved are not actually close to one another in space so like, oh, like the Big Dipper. Yeah. So, yeah. So like, the, like just based on that, like that already gives like enough context into the movement ability that this conjunction yeah. obviously grants <clears throat> it. That's cool. That's Man. cool. That's that's tight. Um, I don't know. I just feel like um, I like that he's doubling down on like the crown for his magic and like. Compared to the horns, there is like an alternate form of a crown, which I I referenced like a couple episodes back. It's yeah. like, hey man, his new demon form looks like he has a crown. For sure. So like this is this is for the fight of the kingdom. Both of them don't want to be wrong. They're like, I'll prove my choices that I've made weren't wrong. And that's when he gets pissed off and he's just like, Hey, you think that I didn't feel like I was wrong? You know, that kind of thing. It's like yeah. they both feel vindicated in the sacrifices that they've made, regardless to get to the point where they are um it really just feels like a big old clash of personalities backed up by uh, a power a power flinging genre um power flinging is like a great way to describe yeah Black Clover. It, 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 it reminds me of like late stage naruto a little bit where it's just like oh, okay because like i fell in love with naruto when it was like doing like the zabuza haku arc yes. actually trying to like out smart each other land and, of like, waves utilized. was like the first like that arc was when i was like holy shit this is something yes. so special and then 
it became who could throw the biggest jutsu after a while, which kind of lost me. Um, Black Clover seems to kind of follow in that trajectory, but it's easier for them to slip that slippery slope of a power manga because they've, I feel like, almost actively avoided, like, nailing down their power system a little bit. Um, Because, like, we've been how many chapters now? And 309, we're just like, how exactly does this work? Right. And we just have to accept it at face value or inference. Yeah, and even if, like, there is, like, subtle details that you can rack up, you know, throughout the series to, like, go towards whatever it is that we're complaining about right now, I feel like power systems in shonen manga, especially in, like, contemporary shonen, do a really good job of rehashing details that are important and relevant in any kind of situation to make sure that you understand exactly why the phenomena are behaving the way that they are, not just because you need to understand it in the moment that they're being used, but also so that you can make inferences in future clashes and confrontations based on the mm-hmm. history of that energy system being used. You know what I mean? Like, these, there's massive examples inside of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Hunter Hunter, like Jujutsu Kaisen, you know what I mean? Like, and, and even in the side of the softer power systems, you know, like you'll see a little bit more consistency and maybe not maybe consistency isn't the right word but like there's just a little bit more of the mangaka making sure that you get it whereas uh, in black clover like, um... it's like this might have been an established thing before but you have to go back to like chapter 102 to see the reference for it and even though it's relevant now in chapter like 299 you know what i mean so like there's a lot of like yeah. back back tracing that you have to at least that i feel like you have to do inside of black clover to make sense of like or at least to try to reach to make sense. That's a lot of, like, of leg why work things are to happening. do. Yeah, you know what I mean? But like in, other, work to do. in other series, um, they really like do a lot more to make sure you understand like how this works and why. You know what I mean? So I feel like um like say a series like Law of Ueki, right? Yeah. Where the kid can turn trash into trees or something like that, and it's very simple, like a very straightforward power series, but they still like have an established like progression and they have a lot of like um i don't know like visual and verbal tags that our brains can latch onto to be yeah. like okay this is what's happening um uh this i feel like black clover veers off more into the um oh was it so so no Firen haven't done style that one of yet. magic i know that our um, homeboy yato is like and and even axel ablaze is like super into that series it's a really good series i love it it's more I'm of a slice of life seeing... thing okay with like a, less a focus on the magic but more of the sure. slice of life sure. but the way they approach magic is they just sort of say hey this is the kind of spell i'm doing these are the words i'm doing and they kind of keep it within that framing so yeah. like it's a very fast and loose power system and they admit that yeah they're just like hey you know here's a magic of how to scratch your back that you just can't get, you know, Re- that regardless of, of what, you know, area of storytelling that your story is particularly <clears> leaning <throat> into. Like if Freerin is like a little bit more slice of life leaning, but has that supernatural element to it, it all comes down mm-hmm. to your execution. You know what I mean? Because like, like if you look at a story like Witch Hat Atelier, you know what I mean? Like that's not yeah. an action heavy series, but the magic system is so profound 
and so like well established and explained they follow a lot of rules they follow a ton of rules and those rules are laid out to you like very drastically like in the beginning even though it's not like an action series like that it's like you know the theme I mean? of it's the series very, really yeah magic like, like, has a lot of rules exactly <laughs> and you have to follow them to a t or else your shit is going to come out weird you know what i mean and even though yeah. like they focus the magic application in in atelier in a very mundane way you know what i mean like yeah. there's a lot of mundanity <laughs> in 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 which had atelier when it comes to you know magic application very diametrically opposing to you know the formula that black clover seems to to follow where it's like Adhering, you are in yeah. you are in a you know physical like fight kind of situation and new concepts are introduced and then they find ways to tie it back to like previous explanations in some kind of other way but it just feels like there's just less depth in situations where it requires more whereas which had atelier is like the opposite situation where it's like this isn't a lifer like i mean it's pretty life or death a lot in which had atelier but like you know <laughs> but but like but like it's not as yeah. high octane it's not as yeah. you know like crazy but they still make sure that you understand the power system entirely in every single area of it at any point in time whether they're fighting someone or they're cooking dinner you know what i mean so it's like it's it, it's it's just shit like that and i know that i shouldn't be like constantly trying to compare black clover to other magic series but it's hard not to when you have things like Mogi. when it's your core and premise when you have Moggy and, and like doro hidoro and like witch yeah. atelier that do magic so well you know what i mean and then like black clover I mean, is just like magic shoot first ask questions later kind of approach to it and mm. it's like i don't know i not do for agree me that i would have loved to see a little bit of like fumbling not like oh hey i want them to lose i want them to fumble a little bit like learning how to use the magic if they had spent most of their time of this fight just like learning how to use conjunction and like quickly using conjunction to dodge things and then relying a little bit on wind magic to supplement and then like doing skatoom and then the next chapter doing the hosta quatriole to like figure out how star magic works i would have been sold Honestly, really if there was easily. any, if there was anything in this chapter of like, okay, I got a brand new grimoire, I don't really know how these spells work yet, like, let's just try to use some and see how effective they are, and mm -hmm. him taking damage as he's trying to figure out how this constellation shit, how this quartile shit, how this star magic shit in general works, because he literally just got it, like, that would yeah. add so much to the compelling nature that like Tabata is trying to you know um kind of like present in this clash you know what i mean i'm tired of it feeling like in black clover that it's just like i don't have what it takes to get through the situation now i do in antagonist is like holy shit i thought i had control of the situation now they got some new shit all right i got some new shit now let's hit you with this new shit and you're like oh i don't know how to deal with that oh here's my new shit and it my like it just feels like a, it just feels like yeah. a back and forth of like power-ups and new techniques that you're not ready for and then just reciprocation back and forth in that way you know what i mean and i just don't like the escalation when it's presented that way you know what i mean like it feels very um it linear. feels linear sure you know what i mean but it just also just feels like so expected you know what i mean even if we didn't yeah. know that it was star magic even if we didn't know that that dante was going to gain his new powers the way that he did we still knew that you know was going to get new power and dante was going to get new power and yeah. even if we didn't know Dante was going to get new power, we certainly knew Yuno was. And it's like, I don't like, like being able to time. know that kind of thing. 
that that can just come out of nowhere at any time maybe not nowhere because it's obviously tied back to like earlier storytelling but like still as far as the, the expectations for both characters involved yeah. in the clash it's just like new power up wasn't expecting that new power up wasn't expecting that and just back and forth until one of them gets hit with an attack that's just bigger than they can handle and then it's over you know what i mean yeah. like that is just it's it's like the me. the satellite thing in dr stun we sure. none of us expected that we're like oh hey that's actually like a nice like sidestepping of a problem where it's sure. just like oh, okay that makes sense um yeah. it just feels like um like, I feel like the scaling is more of, like, a straightforward solution as opposed to a something nuanced like... fucking power system. Embarrassing, <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing. Sorry. Uh, no worries. Uh, but, like, I do like the art. Um, because I feel like, because, like, the whole Dante's whole thing is, like, hey, man, I my whole thing is I have regeneration. So I feel like it was just rushed. And if they had taken time to just, like test the waters against the regeneration or like even notice like hey if i use like this particular magic maybe his regeneration is slowing after a certain level of magical output or something like that then right. maybe it's like okay maybe if i if i put i have to do it like this much charge before it like does some lasting damage and then i can maybe do a bunch of flurry of them or something right. like that just because you um, have a new power set that you can tap into doesn't mean you have ultimate confidence in that new power set yeah, instantly it's like, and that's kind of like what's being represented in this chapter it's like oh i have star magic bet seven spells in a row from the new book right away at mm -hmm. like perfect fucking confidence level and it's like it's really it's like uh it's like you know uh shit like my buddy my buddies play Magic Gathering. Their deck, and I like quick skim through it. I, I have it. I have it. I know more or less what's in it, but that doesn't mean I'm going to be able to play that deck as if I knew exactly how to do it to its maximum efficiency. But even if this is, you know, like just using like rudimentary understanding of his new power set, the fact that he's this <clears> effective <throat> against the threat that's been built up to this degree just means that he's even more broken with more training. And I know the story has to go on, but that's just not how you introduce the win in a situation like this. You know what I mean? Like if he is going to get better with star magic as time goes on, like you're still giving him all of the capability that he needs to get through this situation at the drop of a hat. Like Zeno is way too big of a threat for you to gain 11 new spells in the in the span of like a couple fucking moments and then just like use all of them in tandem perfectly to get through the situation mm -hmm. in a way to where you're not even questioning like the new power you're not even like wondering how it works you just like have the spells and now you just shoot them to like, like the, the proper like the efficiency level yeah exactly like where is the curiosity where is the uncertainty the uncertainty only comes from just your opponent not knowing that you have new spells that you're about to use and vice versa. That's fucked mm -hmm. up. That's boring as shit to me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh -huh. like, it's, 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 yeah. It's, it's, I mean, that is one of our, like, I think collectively one of our biggest pet peeves yeah. is lack of pacing. Um, sure. But, like... The art's pretty solid, and it yeah. feels like a short chapter, though. It yeah, does it's feel short, pages, and I feel like but it, like there is a lot of it, just raw it, action happening. So yeah, the and spell so it's throwing. Like, you know, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's like that. Uh, I would say it's kind of like that Fast and the Furious climax 
point of the arc and they're just like hey you know let's let's go yeah for sure gotta go fast <laughs> gotta go faster 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 sonic x i think that's the that's yeah. the sonic x intro anyway i'm yeah. good on black clover this week eagle i'm sorry i don't even know if you've like gotten in there at all really how do you feel man like what do you got i, I was i spoke words yeah you did you did you did i've just like gone on such a like long diatribe that i feel like no one else has gotten to speak so <laughs> but yeah i, I don't know about does it for black clover this week for sure for sure yeah, pretty straightforward chapter to be honest Alrighty, well, with that, I think we can go ahead and get right into chapter 330 of Boku no Hiro Academia, Me and Myself, and... Fire. <clears throat> New Order is fucking insane. It's yeah, terrifying. It's just like, basically uh, I like... I can't even believe that Horikoshi would introduce something so, like, <laughs> reality-breaking into his story. Yeah, for a power <laughs> series? Like, that's terrifying. It just, like, it makes me think, like, he's got to have some type of plan in place to balance things out. And, like, the only... I, I have trust in him that whatever he does will yeah. be good. But, like, the only way I can see is that, like, she dies without even getting her cork stolen oh sure oh because i, I can't like see that. things being fair with this fucking quirk on either side of the this quirk is busted it's honest. just like quirk colonization <laughs> dude, straight no, up. Like, dude honestly nah, that's some, the vibe no, i get from nah, her. hella people made that joke online and i was just like i definitely I have to make vibe, the joke though. on the show but I, yeah, I that's definitely that vibe, like, though. oh, okay, this is what you thought it was? Well, as soon as I show up, it's something entirely different now, according to my will. And it's just like yeah. so funny that, that yeah. people were making it's, the it's colonizer joke power. for that. For American, for the American power. power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely um, broken. But like, this is cool, though, because like, usually, and this goes back to what I was saying, you know, um, in the Jujutsu Kaisen segment, whenever an antagonistic force gets buffs and gets like hand wavy power ups and like unknown things about them that make them stronger that are introduced at the last moment, you're like, yeah, that ups the stakes that adds to the compelling nature of the writing. But then like when you give a protagonist a busted ass power, you have to be careful because that could, you know, take people out of the tension. You know what I mean? And New Order is so powerful and they represented it so well but it looks like shigaraki has answers for it so it's fine you know what i mean like she hits him with a 100 meter you know atmosphere erasure you know what i mean like that's crazy that fucked him up he wasn't ready for that you know he what i mean choked. but he has uh, so many quirks that star and stripe is not anticipating that if the if the tone shifts if there's a drastic pivot you know in you know in the um in favor of shigaraki you'll just chalk it up to him having a billion quirks that we just don't know about yet, and he'll use them in a combination of ways that gives him the W, and it's like, okay, well, if, a, if, if an antagonist gets powers up in that, you know, gets, um, you know, uh, gets progression in that way, it's not as big of a deal because our protagonists have to deal with that, give more obstacles to the protagonist, and everything usually feels fine, but on the reverse, it feels awkward. So you 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 hype up Star and Stripe in this way, and you're like, oh my god, this chick is cold-blooded, like, holy shit, how is Shigaraki gonna deal with this? And Shigaraki is, has had his own arc, My Villain Academia, so he, he's got that protagonistic, you know, um, aura, about him so where you kind mm. of root for him half the time but you want to see star and stripe succeed so i think horikoshi is playing off of that vibe that he's established in his story to make this 
exchange very high tension very yeah. high uncertainty very high i don't know what's going to happen next and that's really all you need whether star and stripe wins or loses you just need to not know what's going to come next and he's i think executing that brilliantly inside of her power set and shigaraki's answer to it so oh it, i just thought of something yeah what if she uses part of her new order ability to invoke um like her own name and say my quirk is unstealable oh boy like yeah because like, she's always saying like i need one for myself to make sure that either i can't die she, or i can't have my quirk stolen and she's got to know already that she's that's got what one they're for after strength. she's yeah. got one for strength and like she if she figures no, no, no. out that they're trying to steal it no i don't think i don't has, think there is one for strength i think uh, that she just made one sure of that the her two is always on myself i can't quite conjure up super strength but right that's her target like she always has super strength hold on what what page is this i'm sorry order. real quick um so on page 11 i can always right. set up new rules for up to two targets at once yes. one is all of the two is always myself i think that's a mystery so still i think that's purposely a mystery still as to what order she's giving herself and that she's saying my super strength is not on par with all mites but i'm training and working out just so that i can have you know capable super strength in any kind of situation even if it's not on the level of all might because i need to save my new world order or my new order targeting on myself for a completely different thing you know what i, I mean know. that's kind of like how i took it yeah, yeah yeah i feel like that's actually the source of her strength um i just feel like maybe it's a translation thing where it's adding kind of that that nebulous sure. kind of quality to it uh i definitely feel like she's using her quirk on herself to dope herself basically and have super strength that makes sense too that's i was just throwing out how like i originally interpreted yeah. that because i want to say that the order that she has on herself is going to be a very hype moment at some point in the conflict when maybe mm -hmm. shigaraki gets the upper hand and thinks he has her dead to rights and she's like sorry bro my order on myself is like eagle was saying i can't have my quirk stolen because i already got intel about what your fucking goal was before this confrontation yeah. or some other kind of mysterious application of this ability onto herself so i thought that her super strength was just like a batman latent a batman kind of situation strength. like like maybe even maybe not even a latent meta strength but just like i've reached peak physical capability for a human being on my own mm -hmm. to supplement the fact that i don't have power on par with all might but like i need to make sure that i keep myself safe with it's like my endeavor order. super strength you know yeah exactly yeah, it's hard like, to I, say. I need to it's i need really to make sure to that i keep myself safe with my quirk while also controlling the battlefield against my enemy in a way that targets them and then in the middle is me just going hard and training myself as up to the highest physical possibility or okay. physical capability as possible. Is how I kind I of took thought that. it was because of like conjure yeah. seemed like kind of evocative, like I make something out of nothing kind right, of thing. Right, right, right. Like, um, whereas like, I don't know, muster seems more like about physical exertion, whereas conjure seems to be more of like, this is a power. This is a sort yeah. of magic. Um, We've seen reality me, bending they... powers like this before in the series, though. Because if you remember, like, the kid from Shiketsu manga. Yep. Yeah, he literally uses onomatopoeia. Like, and and, and yeah. Nick, Nick, back when Nick was on the show regularly, was always talking about how he hated that quirk because it was too reality warping. And it just didn't fit 
the mm-hmm. concept of like evolutionary like quirk application that we've kind of seen in other characters it always kind of like fit in the realm of physics to a certain degree no matter what somebody's quirk was whether it was a psionic ability inside of monoma or shinsu or whether it was some kind of physical boosting ability whether it was like you know frog or you know killer whale or something like that it always fit in somewhere in the realm of of our nature and like you know real world stuff even if it was supernatural there was still a tether back to the real world and physical science in some way but like manga and star and stripe is literally like i say things and they happen so it's like a little bit different it's a little bit like uh that devil like the first major devil from black clover where he could say sword and then swords would just appear something like that yeah yeah i can't really remember that arc i'm trying to forget Um, it honestly but (laughs) he had the word magic the word soul magic so yeah yeah, he would say like swords storm of Mm -hmm. swords and it would just be like yeah 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 yeah. uh no it there was um and you know me i like to read multiple different translations just because uh Because I feel like I don't know Japanese. So for me, right. I'm like, I want to know... I, I try to absorb as many takes as I can yeah. to get, like, um, a little more nuance in it. Right, right. Um, like... Uh, like, when they're saying, like... Like, I remember someone using the fonts differently in Shigaraki. And so, like, when it was, like, both he and all for one were talking all for one would be like more bolded his bubbles would be bolded and there was a a, like a translator's note saying like shigaraki when he talks about tome he uses boku but then when he was using uh when i am also me he used the more adult ore oh sure to indicate like two different selves yeah and like also the title of the name and the way it's going that's definitely like struggling like who am i like when I am a gestalt of memories and powers, what, yeah. who exactly am I yeah. in any moment? Like, what does my consciousness define itself as yeah. when I am just a storm of souls? <laughs> I saw a funny-ass tweet on Twitter when someone was, like, referencing this panel of Tomura going, like, I'm Shigaraki Tomura, but I'm also not only Shigaraki Tomura, and that's why your fucking order doesn't work on me. It was like someone quoted that with a panel of like Venom, you know, with Peter Parker like hemmed up as Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And he's like, My pronouns are they, them, not because I'm non binary, <laughs> but because I'm literally two niggas. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw oh, that as like one. a Dragon Ball meme before too, with like Zamasu or like whatever the fucking character was. I don't really do. Oh, uh, Piccolo or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it works with, like, Piccolo, Piccolo and Nail and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that shit is just funny as hell. But I just had to throw that out there because that made me laugh this week on Twitter. But Oh, man. It's just very strange. Like, this is, the, like, a, it's a strange series chapter. I really like it. It's also, like, a strange introduction of, like, New World Order. Right. Um, it kind of is reflective on like horikoshi and how he's like portraying different cultures because like in japan it's like oh we're very clean cut we're very pro but then he exposes like the dark side of what he views the dark side of his culture is is that despite it's like rules and like aim to be like correct and like um like don't kill 
there's still like a lot of corruption and a lot of um, self-serving um, virtue, yeah, so to speak, that's rife within his society. Um, and like the those who have power are fine; those who have no power are completely left in the wayside. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. And then like his take on like how America works, like new order, new world order was not a yeah. chance thing. This is like okay, yeah, um, like. America's a surveillance state. My power is called New World Order, and I have to know your name and get a hold of you to affect you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, like, uh, they were just like, "All right, he's a villain. Let's kill him." Yeah. <laughs> Not like this. Like, like, like most of the time, there's like in my hero, they're like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna defeat the bad guy and subdue him and arrest him and send him to Tartarus." They're like, "Nope, guns on sight. Let's shoot laser at him. Let's fuck him up." let's kill him like yeah i was like so like holy shit if tomura if tomura shigaraki moves at all his heart will stop and i'm like okay well like what is the basis for movement because it's like breathing is movement so like does this motherfucker has to hold his breath like obviously it's not going to go to that degree otherwise shigaraki would just die moments Mm -hmm. later you know what i mean but like i was like when i turned that page i was like holy shit that is the strongest thing i've ever seen like that's like a hunter hunter level like condition you know what i mean like that's yeah, like it's that's very wild. much a nan ability yeah. it feels like a nan ability yeah um it straight up feels like a nan ability which is what throws me off a lot because i was like because okay, quirks you know, are just not on that level normally you it know what i mean tends not to be like even like she's usually just ability be, caveat and then like that's it she usually. seems to be like a young woman but not like a child right because they're talking about like how the the fourth generation kids have like insane powers you know when they're doing like the day the daycare uh second test re-examination yeah. arc they're like, oh, yeah, these kids have insane powers. And I'm like, all right, cool, all right, I get it, I get it. But, like, Star and Stripe probably isn't, like, a fourth-gen kid. She's probably, like, a second- or third-gen kid. And that power is bonkers. Yeah, it's um, gross. It's very gross. Like, I can hold lasers. How did you hold it? It's made of light. How can you act, like, t- how can you grab the air or the atmosphere, right? Like, w- how do you define touching something like i don't know man uh i do like the kind of play on the stripes in the the word bubbles dialogue bubbles using her power yeah like i love that the laser is holdable you get stripes on that too it's like i can impose Mm -hmm. a new rule on this laser if i want to (laughs) you know what i mean because otherwise i'd just be confused yeah like i would straight up be confused if they didn't have that that's a nice way to have a visual tag to yeah. explain how your power is operating. And when it's activating, when she's, you know, activating it, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. I think it's, um, wait. She also has air quotes. But I don't think she, yeah. I don't think she imposes a rule on the laser after she grabs it. So she definitely, like, says something with the stripes behind it. The rule it. is that it's holdable. Oh, good uh, shit. Yeah, good shit. I'm yelled, so dumb. And at, uh, at nine, eight, um... After he does the reflected scatter, you can if you zoom in, you can say her say laser. She's calling oh, out the yeah. name of the object she's grabbing. So like I love that very small detail, easy to miss. Where is that? Um, On page eight. Page eight. She is riding atop the plane. She's struck by a beam of light, and she just yells laser instead of oof. On page nine or eight. Page eight. eight. 
in the bottom panel after he does. Oh, I see it. I see it. It's yes, him. it's it's very small. Yeah. She sells the laser and then she does the two yeah. part laser is of her power. Yes. Okay. There it is. There it is. Ah right, uh, man. Thank also, you, thank you. Do, what do you guys think about like the level of technology they're bringing out? Like, I kind of like it with superpowers. You and like, how does one wage war in a world with superpowers? I like that they have these like oh anti EMP shields. Because he loads up radio waves plus air cannon plus heavy payload. And then you get this drastic Kamehameha wave panel on fucking page four. And she's like... Hold on, wait, no, it's... Uh, they, they said all units switch to shock shield mode. Yeah, there we go, there we go. Um, but no, but maybe, just, maybe radio... I saw I a translation radio, that said force field. Is radio waves not like an EMP? Because I remember she was like saying, like, yo, he might have an EMP ability in this bitch, so like um, switch to shock shield mode and disengage autopilot and then after she says like he's probably going to hit us with an emp he goes into radio waves plus air cannon plus heavy payload so i just assume i, I think that, that one is of those how elements... he creates emp yeah okay 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 i yeah. think the combination of all three of those things is how he can make a physical wall of emp yeah but also uh, just raw power damage at the same time mm -hmm. like it's an emp like um that also you know, affects passively physical but it's raw dps inside of the cone yeah yeah dude oh, that's insane crazy. dude shigaraki it's is goofy. broken shigaraki afo i wonder if they're gonna have a new name for all for one. Oh man like, i can't wait he, for the name that does Horikoshi he get a chooses new identity does he gain a new identity where he's like like um oh god what if he names himself the name like his family name that his grandma had tenko what if he names himself like tenko, Isn't it tenko or... right hold on yeah. a second yeah tenko it's, it's, it's a lot to absorb like like i wonder what he he would value as this new gestalt self to name himself that or so, okay so I... tenko is his um his personal name and then shimura is the family name I'm sure that was obvious, but I just like looked it up and like yeah. I just thought I'd say it. But yeah, so Tenko would be the name that he you know abandoned for Shigaraki. Yeah. It's just a thought because yeah. or wait no, um, they show the house. Tomura right? Tenko uh, Tomura is the um... no Shimura is the family name because it's Nana Shimura. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. They yeah. they did like a like a so uh, Tenko a is being swapped name. for Shigaraki. Or wait, mm -hmm. what the fuck? Oh yeah, I can't remember it right now. But you're totally right, Mello. Anyway, before I sound dumber, Shigaraki. <laughs> no, I think um, Tomura. I think the Tomura was based off the adulterated Shimura. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. And then, there we go. And then Shigaraki was all for one's last name. Yeah. And then he switched it to like from Tenko to to. Yeah, it's a Shigaraki. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. So there's a bunch no. of theories out there that all for one is Deku's father. Uh, and uh, what if he takes Izuku as his new last name? No. It's no. Like his name is Star Power. No. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Yo. Power. Oh good. my God. Uh, that'd be hilarious. Uh, that'd be hilarious. I don't no. know how I feel. Oh, Izuku, I feel Izuku right Shigaraki. Chill out. That would be 
fucking buns. So wait, what's the op- <laughs> what's the opposite of Deku? Because I know that Deku is like his name that he like took and made a play on words to like laugh at Bakugo's. It can't you know, like can't do and can do. Yeah, or something. Yeah. So what if he changed his name to Will Do? <laughs> something like that. I don't fucking know, dude. Holy no. shit, this is an area that I was like not prepared to talk about, and I'm like so like I don't fucking know. No, I honestly I always felt like um, Alpha One was probably the reason why uh, Azuki's father disappeared, as just like a causal effect of his like you know various criminal organizations, and his dad just ran afoul of them. You know, Jesus Christ, I don't know. You know, because like they're just like, oh yeah, you can breathe fire. That'll be kind of useful. I could, I could give that to a good foot soldier. Yeah, that's right. His dad can breathe fire. I completely forget about that every time. So I was like, all right. And you never see his mom use like her quirk, which is like bringing small objects. Low key telekinesis. Yeah, super low key. But yeah, I don't know. That's an insane thought, though. Um. So what do you think this explosion is? This is just decay. Maybe. On what page? On the last page, like obviously the climactic or uh, the cliffhanger point is, you know, the fact that oh. Star and Stripes order didn't work because that's not his name. Apparently, you know what I mean? Because he's like a new his identity. He's is a melting. he's a brand new bitch, right? Yeah. So like then she's like, "Holy shit, my shit's not working," and then he like explodes at the end. And I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't think it's decay because that has to travel along like the ground from the from what we've seen of it at least you know what i mean like before it was just i have to touch you with all of my fingers then you rot but then after his reawakening you just touch the ground and then it creates like a wave of damage or a wave of decay that goes outward in like a cone or maybe even 360 degrees i don't remember but i'm pretty sure it it's 360 might... degrees but like still like this seems to be like in air without like the proper medium that we're used to to travel through you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what this explosion is, but it could just be other quirks that he has. That, just a series of quirks spiraling out yeah, of control. Yeah, we're either not, you know, we're either not um, accounting for them because they haven't been told to us yet, or maybe it is a combination of quirks that we know that he has access to, and he's just like amal, you know, Lashing creating out. an amalgam of them, yeah, or something like that. But I have no idea what this next chapter is going to be and i'm just as excited for the next one as i was the last one his hair is rapidly growing too yeah oh shit his eyes are splitting open like super saiyan 3 shit dragon ball shit come on man big old dragon ball reference like his eyes are also freaking out too so like i wonder if he's even gonna look human after this is he gonna look more like a nomu is he gonna look definitively inhuman uh is he gonna have multiple pupils in his eyes like oh i, I wonder God. that would be wild That'd i would be love insane if he became if a little pupils. more grotesque yeah, yeah where he had multiple pupils i definitely think that kohei is gonna lean more into the body horror element of shigaraki as his evolution continues because that just makes so much sense for his art style i mean but, yeah, look at, at page 13 Look at page 13 yes, with exactly, AFO exactly. melting with him, growing at him like some vestigial twin. Yeah. It's just like it's it's the it's layered out right there. Yeah. Um and yeah, I, I remember someone saying uh the she fell for it was AFO's voice. Where is that? Yeah. Um oh, page twelve yep, and thirteen. I see it. Yep. Like someone I would agree. Oh, yeah, that's, that's probably his voice. 
Ugh, there were signs disgusting. from the moment it awakened. You will be mine, little brother. The boundary was always hazy. As originally planned, you were meant to become me entirely after two months of recuperation. But what a firecracker you are, implying that he's reaching that level sooner than expected. So that, I guess that, yeah, that totally makes sense. That uh, Well, all for one saying that, maybe it's all for one, like, literally telling him how he thinks the fight will go. And saying, if she does this, prepare for this contingency. And then she did. So Shigaraki's like, oh, damn, that motherfucker was right. She fell for it. She fell for the plan that All for One told me. Like, she fell for, you know, the bluff that All for One told me to use or something. Mm -hmm. I don't fucking know. I but... wonder. I think that he's just trying to mock Shigaraki. And, like, throw him off kilter and make him lose focus. And sure. I also feel like this is all planned because he knew... All for one knew who Star and Stripe was. He knows that Tomura Shigaraki hates All Might. So, do you think that like unadulterated, single-minded hatred might be, um, I think, be kind of the catalyst to have a singular purpose and help fuse their personalities together by having a single-minded focus because Shigaraki is so difficult to work with. He's like, I need you to hate, 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 hate one person specifically, purely in a moment so that I can like slip in and fuse with you. Oh shit, yeah. So that's why I feel like he set up the fight between him and Star and Stripe. Wow. Yeah. <sighs> I don't fucking know, man, that's insane. What a chapter. What a chapter though, yeah. I don't have anything else for my yeah, hero, but like that's a, that's a lot to well. think about, yeah. <laughs> um, just a brief shout out to some of the members on our Discord. They were saying that uh, Star and Stripe, the little girl that was saved, is a member in uh, a movie, one of the My Hero movies. Oh so my god. It is now, uh, like, I think it's called Two Heroes. I don't know, I haven't seen any of the movies. I've never watched cool it, shout so out. I'll yeah. have to check it out. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Cool spot. Yeah. Potentially. Well, I think that about does it. So, um, thank you all for watching. If you did, be sure to slap a like on this video. If you enjoyed it, be sure to sub to the channel for more fire weekly reviews on the jump chapters. And as we said before, be sure to check that description box down below where you can find links to any and all of our individual social media accounts, such as Twitter, online communities, such as discord, audio listening platforms, whichever you prefer to listen to podcasts on, as well as ways to support the podcast via our Patreon or our online shop. And with all that said, this will be another stupendous episode of the Project Manga Podcast. Wrapping up, I'm your host, Eagle. Knox. Mellow Yanis. Sarabana.